welcome 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 each and every one of you we are separated at birth i'm joined by my co-host roman wins and i'm of course the full measure and this is our first episode of separated at birth we're so glad that you could join us here this is something that's been in the making for a while uh it's been on the back burner we've been trying to put this together and we finally managed to have a package that we'd like to share with you we'd like to share our thoughts our you know opinions and just our general mind on the pop culture the things that we enjoy alongside you this will be primarily focused on games of course because we love playing them we love talking about them and we love bitching about them but there'll definitely be movies and music sprinkled in as well and we're super excited to go on this journey not only with each other as partners in this but also with you as the audience mother in roman in the house how's it going everybody uh we are so glad you're able to join us today i am roman wins you already know the full measure and uh we're super super excited to introduce this podcast to you all now this is going to be a little bit of different this is a live show and this is a live show as much for us as it is for all of you you are all active participants in this show so as we go through this show and we introduce our topics you are free to join in with all of these topics and we encourage you to support this channel by providing comments or questions using the Streamlabs tip tool. Any amount will do and that'll get your comments read live on air. That'll get you to be a part of the show. Um, and if you can't support in that way, as always, you help this show grow by being a viewer, liking the video, subscribing to the channel. And if you are so keen, sharing this with one other person that will help us take this to new levels and we hope to be a fixture in your life every week as we talk about the things that separate my brother and all of you from one another and the joys that we take in this entertainment industry because we're all separated at birth so 100%. without further ado how are you my friend i'm good and uh i'm gonna start off with something right so the 24th of january do you know what day that is internationally like it's it's an international day for something do you know what day it is I am a member of the international. Go on, tell me. <laughs> so it's International <laughs> Compliment Day. So generally it's thought of that this is a good day to pay people compliments. Well, honest, earnest compliments, right? Not like some, you know, fake, faked up shit. So, dude, the compliment I want to pay you is just how amazing that room looks that you set up there. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal, dude. So... So that, that I'm just gonna start off with that immediately. That's good shit, man. Like I am super envious of the figurines and everything there. You're, you're making you're making mine uh, look a little bit sad here, <laughs> and it's definitely cheering me up. Uh, I still blue positive for fucking COVID yesterday. Yuck. Uh, but wifey is a hundred percent through it, so she's a fucking trooper. She's obviously the tough one in the house, and I'm not. So uh, she's all good. She's a hundred percent. But other than that, man, I can't complain, dude. I think just like everybody here. Um, I am like February just feels so far away still. Like this is so yeah. There's so much I distance mean, what, between us and these juicy games. Well, uh Chad, I think I believe I heard that uh I have the weaker of the two members of the full measures assembly and I need to change co-hosts because uh <laughs> he's taking this illness yeah, you, like yeah, a rank amateur. <laughs> yeah, you, you might you might have to reach out to her so if I take a dive, you know what I'm saying? So you can get you can get like the the OG in here so she can run it for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Well allow me to pay you a compliment, my friend. I I I judge 
you as a fine judge of character you picked a co-host that is adorable as hell can compete with your beard game and designed a set based on your inspirato and your inspirato oozes out of your pores and it is dripping all over me and i wouldn't be happy to share that with anybody else so let's go i i gotta say i loved how you started that though because you started that by still paying yourself a compliment as well which is good i, know what you're talking about. <laughs> I love it i fucking i honestly love it it is my favorite thing so uh, before we get into the topics of the day, I really wanted to uh, share with the audience, uh, and I kind of touched, touched on it briefly in the intro, uh, how we came up with this name, how we came up with this premise. And uh, and it also goes into the, the, the title of the episode, episode one, that you uh, so deftly crafted. So please tell the people how we came to this title. Oh, okay. I mean, look, we, we, we spent some time talking about... Um it was crazy right so so we were talking about what are we gonna call it um and and i think i think we originally said something like it had to be something with bros something with friends you know something like that and i think originally the first thing that came to my mind is was like friends separate of birth and i'm like motherfucker, that's long that's like a lot of words right there so i just said to you like separated at birth and, and and dude this was like the first thing we we didn't even pilot other names or anything like that it was literally like the we were like okay cool this is the one and it's because <laughs> it's because it works it's what you pointed out then and this is the thing this is something that never occurred to me is that this doesn't just doesn't just have anything to do with just us but it's also our audience uh, i mean geographically we are we are literally all over the planet we have people in this chat who are in south africa we have europeans on here we have australians on here we have people in the states we are literally all over the planet but we all have one thing one or another thing in common whether it's outriders or our opinion about marvel movies or this or that the point is we are all somehow separated at birth because when you put us all together there's so much that we have in common it's it's ludicrous yeah, I agree completely. I, 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 when I heard it, and uh, you gave that that nine mile pitch real quick, it, it hit me in my heart. And uh, I can see all the regulars in your chat, all the regulars in my chat from our different channels, and and to see that outpouring of of joint love and affection for each other, um, for the things that we love, to see these guys right now in this chat talking to one another because they are family they are brought together by all of this they are brought together by you and me and i just couldn't think of a better name couldn't think of a better premise and couldn't think of a better partner so raise a glass with me my friend there we go and to to episode one to the future cheers cheers well I mean, wherever this you is, guys this, are in the world have one too this is a glass uh, i mean made out of you know can but you know i i'm, I'm with you baby <laughs> i love my glass made out of can <laughs> <laughs> all right so um i think it's also i mean since it's our first one right this is the inaugural this is the flagship baby um we 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 have to I, I think it's important that i think we share a lot of audience but there could be people that primarily come from like let's say like me as a background but then there can also be people that are from you as a background that have thought like let me get this podcasting a fucking try you know something like that so um it's probably I mean, I think without doxing ourselves or being fucking weird or something, like maybe like what I'd like to know is if you could pinpoint your exact step where you climbed into 
gaming or you know when, when this thing fucking grabbed you by the the, the the jubbly bits and didn't let go like when did you know this was gonna be like something that'll always be because i get into this conversation with my wife a lot where she says is this gonna is this gonna be like a forever thing with you with the games and the and the fucking the, the pop culture and the shit or is this like a phase and i'm like baby it ain't no phase so there was a time in my life when i realized like oh god i'm hooked i'm hooked and what was what was that for you what was the thing what was the thing it was always there, um, and I never realized how much it all tied together. I will never forget that uh, I, I, I come from a family. I have uh, four brothers and a sister. Uh, lost one tragically, so I guess I got three bastard brothers. But um, just I'm, I'm the middle child, but my dad had, had a business. He was gone all the time, and my mother was, uh, she ran a, she, she was a social worker, and she helped a lot of, like, at-needs people. So she always was taking care of other kids, except us. And so since we were a tribe, we were all on our own. And where would we hang out? We'd go to the arcades in the uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, because that was the thing you do then. And uh, and I was I didn't get along with my siblings very much, so I always had my comic books. And I'll never forget, like, one of the first arcade machines I ever played was the Avengers uh, arcade. Oh, wow. And then, I, and then uh, that, that resonated with me because I had the Avengers arcade cab that I would just dump coins into. And uh, I had the Avengers books when I went home. And the one time I hung out with my oldest brother, Brandon, was uh, we would play the Punisher game where you would fight over who's going to be the Punisher and who got stuck with lame-ass Nick Fury. And, like, <laughs> and I mean, that's, that's, when, that's before Nick Fury was, was yeah. like, cool. Nick, <laughs> Nick Fury's cool now. Like, like that was busted-ass Nick Fury. So, yeah, yeah. It was. And, uh, and then that's when it started. It was the melding of my comic love, and then they had those arcade comic cabs. And then uh, it grew when my... Uh, it became a thing, like a, a passion, like a thing with uh, fighting games. Uh, it was, uh, I was a sports person. Like I, I, if I excelled at sports, that that was the time daddy would come see me was when I was in the championships. But- uh, He only showed up was, for, the, for the events, yeah. yeah. For the glory. <laughs> but uh, at night, the competitiveness kept going and I would want to play uh, fighting games because my sister's living boyfriend used to whoop my ass. I was like eight in Street Fighter and he was like 20 something and just beat my ass. And I was like, never again. I'm going to train every day. I'm going to go to the local arcade. I'm going to play on the cabinet. So I play Street Fighter and Tekken and all that just so that way I can get back at him. And then it, it became my outlet. If I wanted to, if I got mad in the day and I wanted to punch somebody in the face, I'd go you go, do it, you go do it in, king, in of, king of fighters or something right that's yeah. right king of fighters street fighter and that sort of thing so yeah that's that's where my passion that's where the fire came from and then um it just grew into so, a so loving quick question of, quick question would you culture would you say that that um like your all-time favorite genre of games then you would we would say it's fighting games i guess it was it was fighting games it was okay. fighting games until and fighting games will always be how i view every game because every video game is a select uh, number of motions sure. and that's how you and and like you think you're playing this great naughty dog game that is this cinematic experience but you're pressing up and x you know what i mean oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a move set there's a move there's set. a move set so yeah, yeah. so understanding the move sets and the complexities of it is in my dna from fighting games quarter circle you know that 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 pretzel it's called pretzel motion in snk games it's in my hands it's in sure. my blood but uh, it was in, it, as I said, I didn't really get along with my siblings and I always consumed culture. I was playing RPGs and watching anime at the same time. So in the late 90s or the mid to late 90s, that's when the JRPG boom was hitting uh, consoles. And so that became my, my dominant genre because it was 
it was the japanese influences media that i liked in the form of long form video games where sure. i would just lose my soul playing those games so the, it's those almost like will... the perfect cocktail right for you it at was. that point it was like it was yeah 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 i get that okay so and, uh, and games took me all over the world man everywhere i went I, I found the culture and the games that they played and the things that they liked so that's why i'm very interested to hear your response into this it's it's weird though right because the, the first thing is there's a lot of stuff that me and you talk about where where we end up walking away from that conversation going like my god like this person has had exactly the same experiences as me or you know there's like there's there's and we've both said it in the past that there's so much of that that happens that sometimes we go like what the f the fuck is the matrix malfunctioning like you know what what's <laughs> happening but but in this case i like i was definitely like pretty much the exact opposite right so so for me uh only child so didn't grow up with any siblings and um uh, but but did also have the thing with like abs absent parents you know something like that so both my parents worked incredibly hard um both extremely career driven uh my dad was at the same time while working he was also like a full-time musician so when he wasn't working he was fucking playing gigs at night and um so i i kind of like i i didn't i couldn't do sports because there was no one ever that could take me to the sports that's the thing so so i i i did a lot of like after like after school i would stay you know at people's houses until i could go home with my parents were home and stuff like that and so when i then started looking towards hobbies that i could enjoy because i could obviously not you know do these sports or anything like that i i just kind of naturally gravitated towards gaming because i've always liked the idea of of competing not necessarily against other people but competing against myself and so uh, a lot of that at the beginning for me with games was okay cool i can do this thing in five minutes what what's stopping me from doing it in four and a half or i can mm. get two million score on this so i can kill this boss and you know i can do this because there's a certain amount of prestige in that as well like you go over to a buddy's house and you're like yeah dude i i got to dr robotnik and sonic one in like fucking your know, 45 minutes and shit <laughs> takes you like three hours what's wrong with you you know and and that so there's a there's a side of that that i really did enjoy um i started you know obviously early with like the the commodore 64s shit like that like the fucking tape drives that you had to do the thing and yeah, it was, um, it was, so I, I, I came from a small town called Swakopmund, which is in Namibia, and dude, there was an arcade there, but it was next to a laundromat, and it was in the most dangerous part of town, as dangerous as Swakopmund could be, right? And so my parents... I can't even would... say the name, that has to be pretty dangerous. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> well, that's the first thing they test you on. If you can't say the name, then you get stabbed. <laughs> so... so, so so, so so that's the first way they test you if you're like if you're a local or not no but so the thing is like i would i would i would sometimes like ditch school and i would go to the arcade to go play but i'd always catch like a fucking beating of note because because my parents were so upset with me putting myself in harm's way i mean twice my bicycle got stolen outside this this place while i was just happily putting tokens into a machine and playing dude and then i came out later i'm like ah shit <laughs> this level five beating that i was gonna take now just turned into a seven you know what i'm saying so so yeah the the, the arcades were like this it's something that i often like i i i i'm sad about now because I that's not so really thing, a thing anymore and the the i mean let's be honest the internet now today is the modern arcade right 
but the point is that that i missed that whole thing of going down to to an arcade and you get there and there's some dude that's been sitting on mortal kombat for like three fucking hours nobody can get this dude off and you get him off the machine and there's this like there's there's this even if like nobody's gonna get off that machine and go yo bro that was awesome but there's this <laughs> there's this thing when somebody when you look at each other you're like i got you I had you, man. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't luck. It wasn't that I had you. I saw what you were doing. I figured you out. And the computer went to work and I got you. And that's that's the thing. While I was never nearly as deep into the game with fighting games as you were, I completely 150% understand it. Because there, there are few things as pure as figuring someone out on that level. Because it's, it's, because it's on the fly, right? This isn't mm -hmm. something you could study for. Yes, you can study the way you play but you're presented with a wild card and and so this person can pick someone that you don't that you're not necessarily good at they can play a certain way they can hold you at range they can be in your face they can make, make a combination of that shit they can counter your shit the whole time but the point is it's like lucky packet baby you don't know what you're gonna get until you open it up <laughs> so so yeah i i fully um and yeah that's there's the thing. no better feeling to like so you know we're in america right you have your neighborhoods and then your neighborhoods are kind of spread out and one of the central area and you never will see other kids from other neighborhoods right except right, for right. the one except for the one mall that was kind of central to like about a, a half a dozen neighborhoods right so you go in and you see you, you you roll in with a roll of quarters and you got nwa's damn it feels good to be a gangster like rolling in your head you know? oh, and then you 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 drop you drop that coin down on a cab from this kid from a rival school and then you're just like I'm gonna get you off this machine, bro. Like yeah. that's happening right now, and yes. it's, and it's a thing, and and it's pure. Pure is the thing because we're gamers, we're geeks, we're not we're not people out in the street fighting one another. No, we no, will no. say but that's the your most, fight. That's your we fight, will right say there. The most vile things oh, to one yeah, another. Oh yeah, dude, it's mommy like, time and it's all this face, shit. And yes, like, exactly. Cut you out, but yeah. once you once you're off the stick. You gotta, it. Let it go. no, you exactly. gotta let it go. No, exactly. Exactly, because that's that trash talk that's in the moment, and 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 there's a there's a big part of that. Like there's a psychology to that as well. Like intimidation is a big thing, making a guy think like you're it all is. that when you're not. I mean, I mean, fuck, dude, there's picking a specific a, a certain combination of characters. Like that was like a big thing. I don't know a lot about like fighting games but i know enough like picking like a like a certain duos in tekken for instance like paints yes. you as a certain kind of player and then that makes yeah. you look like a bully for instance and then if exactly. you're not a bully if you're a counter player they're like oh shit my world's falling apart so yeah, yeah no no there's a lot of that i again like i said <clears throat> sorry excuse me i'm still you know dealing with it um the purity of it is something as well and see that's also so let me attach to that's the other so there's two reasons i'm upset about arcades this will be reason number two is yes today we can climb into games and we can play against people right and and there's multiplayer all around the world but with that comes this unfortunate thing where people cheat and you know shit like that happens and that wasn't a thing in the arcade bro that was pure like you beat someone they couldn't go like yeah you're using wall hacks dog no 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 i put my quarter weighed the same as yours i put it in the fucking machine and we went toe to toe baby and i beat you Ma uh, battle of wits and you got outdone and that's it and that's that's something now like i know it's an extremely jaded way of thinking about it and i know not everybody cheats but dude people cheat it's a fucking There's enough thing. of them to ruin the experience yes and, especially and, when it, and it hurts you more especially when you love a game and you want to yes, play you yes, really want to yes. play it and then you hit a wall that you can't overcome because that one percent are cheating and yes, yes but but go on 
it's all, I mean, it's, it's very much like we recently had a discussion about this with the whole uh, war zone thing, right? And, and, you, and you said something which is 100% fucking true. And that's that if you look at sports, right, which makes a lot of money. And let's be honest, like top end games make a lot of money. There's, you know, how are people not going to fucking cheat? I mean, right. it's, 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 we're talking about multi, multi million dollar endorsements and everything. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I would cheat, but I get, I get. I get how that would make you weak at the knees if you go it, like to, to step into this top five percent i have to sell a little bit of my soul maybe a lot of my soul but i get to buy a fucking house at 25 let's go yeah but when you really think about it and you, you can spread that across all industry you don't get to yes. the top of any field without stepping over people and yeah. you know and, and even in this you game just even in you just got to decide what's enough that's the right point. But circling back a little bit, and I love this topic, and I would love to get into the the the, the, the psychology and the uh, and the culture surrounding yeah. game cheating on another show. But uh, for this one, though, as we're letting the people know who we are, what was the genre that you identify yourself with? What's the one that that brought you into the fold that made you know this will always be a part of my life? Dude, I for a long time, I I I, I mean, I my thing was i like playing adventure games and you're like dude i cut my teeth on like where i really got like lost in games and shit like that were like adventure games like space quest and fucking you know king's quest and all that like that shit like I, rpgs like that type of shit the typing shit like that killed me bro like i spent hours in that but where i knew that i was 100 screwed and this was going to be my life was shooters bro i i i'm 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 well past my prime in them now I mean, I'm I'm literally 23 years too old, past the median <laughs> the median age of being really fucking good at it, right? But I will never ever be able to walk away from it completely because my passion in lies there. Jousting another place, player one on one, and 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 doing things like bullet counts in your head, all that shit. Like for me, back in the day, playing Quake Three Arena, and this was mm. this was where I cut my teeth on going, you know, globally and and playing against people in you know other countries. That shit to me, like memorizing armor fucking spawn times and knowing how many plates you can get this way around and when you can get a spawn on the rocket launcher, all that. Like that shit to me was the uh, most amazing feeling like outsmarting someone else because Quake, Quake 3 Deathmatch, and it's not the only game that was that, but it's just the one that I'm by far the most familiar with, was, was as much a fucking chess game of controlling the map as it was of killing the other player. Some would say it was even more about controlling the map than it was killing the other player. And that's to me, dude, that, that shit, like, that had me... Dude, I lost so many years of my life <laughs> on, <laughs> on shooters, dude. Because I've done them all. I've done them all. But that's it. That, that, that's it for me, man. I mean, yeah. I, lo I love these gaming stories because, like, as much as you say you didn't play sports and things like that, I mean, to, for you to pull out of your bag that Quake story, there is a fire in you of yeah. wanting to compete. And uh, and we all compete in everything in our own way. And I'm watching the chat and I'm seeing all the games that touch these people. Uh, and uh, it, I think it's just a beautiful thing how how the art of gaming can, it can bring out something in your soul something that you may have yeah. not known something that you can't conceptualize until you start talking about it with a friend like i'm doing right now with my friend explaining what touched you in that game and then the words come to you because it's pure and from the heart and you, you realize how passionate you are about it. I, it it is and i always tell people uh 
it's it, never mind that i play a game never mind that i read a comic there's a person on the other end that made that and is trying to express to me yes. something about their life and the medium doesn't matter yeah. and i and and i can feel it it was a lesson that i always tried to teach my kids um whenever they consume anything i don't care what they like although i don't get my daughter's k-pop obsession but it's all about finding the story like what's the story and uh and i i think it's beautiful and i love talking about this subject with people i love talking about the subject with you so no, it, uh, but it is it is because because the, you you can always get a new like 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 my favorite thing is when you speak to someone about it and they mention a game you're like my god i forgot about that i game. forgot about that game it's it's like the best feeling because it's like this instant nostalgia trap right you instantly mm -hmm. like i remember and that's the thing like like uh we spoke about uh, like something kind of like about this and and that's what made us make the little the the little uh, you know teaser for the, the stream um and uh, for the podcast and my thing was like i i don't remember what i smelled when i turned <laughs> 18 right i don't remember like the first time i tasted fucking beer what it tasted like i don't remember those things it's been too long but you ask me the first time i finished like the most difficult level on doom 2 i can tell you exactly where i was fuck if i put my mind to it i could probably tell you what i was wearing the point is <laughs> like the, the, it's that ingrained into me and it's 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 sometimes i think to myself that, that i'm like i don't have you know passions that other people have in I don't know whatever it is right motorsports ballet fucking you know what everything like that and then i sometimes think to myself like do i have something that i'm interested in but then we have a conversation like this and i'm like my god bro you have a lot of that is the stuff that just you can just pull from memory like that and it shows you the power that this medium has over us or not over us but you get what i'm saying like what it means to us yeah it's people we all want to connect no matter what i mean what is the difference between uh 20 nerds going to a comic book convention and dressing up as a superhero versus 20 people going to a football match wearing yeah. the kit you know yeah. there's no difference that's the they, fucking same thing it's exactly it's the, the same, same thing. thing and uh and and i hope to go on this ride with you as we explore these topics that we uh have identified we share our stories with each other and we share our stories with the people and then in the chat go on talk to one another and let it let each other know the things that uh you guys connect with and uh, don't forget, you know, if you want to have your comments read on air, any type oh, you have of any donation, questions, any type of any support, questions. if you have any questions that you yes. want to direct directly at us, do not be afraid. Uh, 99 cents will get you on the board and we can talk about it. But with that out of the way, every time we enter mm, one of these podcasts, yes, the big elephant in the room, we will identify every week at least three topics that we want to dive our teeth into. And we will not talk about it ahead of time. I really am keen on hearing my partner's thoughts organically as we both approach these things and we let each other know. And we're going to dive into our first main topic of the day. It is the big one. And I'm going to read this line from Polygon. So credit to the people at Polygon. On Tuesday, a $68.7 billion deal brought Microsoft's number of internal development studios to 30. With them would come billion-dollar cornerstones like Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, all games due with new releases in 2023. All right. So we are going to dive into, my friend, the acquisition of Microsoft purchasing Activision, Blizzard, and Yo. King. Uh, 
you almost you almost want to leave like a seven second pause for that right because it's um <laughs> it's 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 the biggest power move in gaming but not not just by like by like double or something like that i think it's six times as big as the one before it i believe if, if my research serves me correct but the point is just in pure financial value of course we're talking about you know something you know ridiculous um if you know if you know what microsoft as a company is capable of then it's actually not that much and i'll dive into a little bit when when you know what i mean by that but the point is that that we we go through these at least i think so um and and this isn't just in gaming but it's in 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 companies as a whole right we go through this kind of like a like a wave thing where you get acquisition years and then you get like fucking lay low and make money years right mm. now we're about to go and whether that's due to covert or fucking just coming off a mini recession or whatever you want to say I, I mean i personally think microsoft followed the fucking number one rule in business school and that is get them while they're weak baby so yeah so so i think like the thing is we're entering an acquisition phase now again this shit happened very early in this year i think we're gonna see a few more you know funky things happening in 2022 probably 23 as well but this is definitely the the i think this might there's one other big move that i think that could happen and i'll mention that as well but but to me the first and foremost the thing that i want to say about this is that it's been interesting to see how people have reacted to this from like the buddy down the street that you share a beer with and you talk to them and they might go like they they bought who or you know something like that to like industry professionals who are or at, at the very least you know people that i view as professionals who are essentially saying this is you know the apocalypse so it's it's weird that we kind of have to find like a fucking middle ground there right because that's what it's going to be it's not going to be the apocalypse but it is also a bigger deal than oh we don't know what's going on so there's a middle right. ground there but um it's it's definitely it's it's a it's a fucking huge power move that's number one and number two i think it means a lot more than what people think it means people think that this is about um they think it's about microsoft being worried about meta and, and the metaverse and all that i think this is about microsoft taking the console war off the market i think yeah. this i think this is about them eliminating hardware from the conversation I think this is about them saying what matters now is we want to be the fucking uber netflix of games we want to we're talking about content now so i we're not telling you you need an xbox x we're not telling you you need a ps5 we're not telling you, you need it we're telling you you need fucking you need microsoft you need game pass baby and then you're sorted you need software and that's the thing does that mean that they're not gonna go uh into hardware everything like that no no i don't think so but i think this is a power move in that because what they're doing is this this acquisition allows them to to not make a mistake even if they're wrong they solidify their position as owning all these massively massively powerful production houses studios that can push content out and content is what this is about if they're right they they practically push people like sony and nintendo out of like the subscription model basically so right yeah 
but anyway i i mean I, i've been going on for a while now so please no <laughs> help, i think help you me out while i take a sip of beer <laughs> i got you i got you that's what we do here we help each other out i think you touched on a lot of fascinating points and i think that the main thing that i really wanted to dive into is that something that you touched on I don't a lot I've, I've listened to all the talking heads and I, I apologize to the chat you know that we were setting up this show we were going to launch this show and uh talk about a bevy of other things and then this thing happened when yeah. we were still in the uh you know finalization of the podcast chamber, yeah and then yeah, yeah. and so you know we are a little bit late to this story but the beauty of being late to the story is you're able to see all the evolutions in the week that this has evolved and the time that is going on so uh, we've learned a couple things we learned that Microsoft tried to buy Activision Blizzard back in 2018. They they first went to them with the terms of this proposed deal back in 2018. Bobby Kotick at the time before he was mired in controversy as well thicker than he is now. Uh, he kind of balked at the idea. He didn't want to sell. Uh, then there was heavy, heavy pressure from Tencent to come in and they were going to pull out an astronomical number. So it was not this year while mired in all of the things that they are mired in over at Activision, they reapproached Microsoft and said, okay, how do we get to this deal? Um, Microsoft came in with a lower number, but they did raise the pot a little bit in the negotiation because they had to pay out the man, Bobby Kotick to have a golden parachute graceful exit at the, the end tick. of this. Yeah, gotta get rid exactly. of the tick. Yeah. Gotta get rid of the tick. So uh I, I I wanted to bring that and then I wanted to bring in a different slant. You touched on it a lot, uh, because I, like I said, I listened to all the talking heads, I read up on all of the uh the takes from all the big boys, and I, I haven't heard about it from anybody, and, and I heard about it from you right away, and I, I love you for it. This too many people are looking at it in the lens of how they see gaming now. Hmm. Microsoft has gone always how they want to see gaming go in the future yeah they shape they don't conform they shape they shape and it bit them in the ass because they lost the console war during xbox one because they introduced the connect as a main staple yes. feature yes. and they wanted to be your cable box yes yes this was before the streaming war yes they wanted to be your cable box it was sports 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 tv 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 and then people only viewing gaming in the lens of how they know it to be their their, like their how hardware I want media to consume it and nobody can how tell I me how i can do it like that shit. exactly and then sony won that console generation because they were like hey you want to share games with your friends they handed the disc off to their buddy you know that's and then microsoft they were they saw the rise of twitch so they launched mixer and again wasn't successful they they tried that approach again they see stadia Stadia flounders, they they were going to launch xCloud earlier. They yeah. pulled it back and did a, a longer extended beta because Stadia fell on its face. So Microsoft is constantly trying to shape gaming, like you said. And now, where are they going? They're perfecting xCloud. They're looking at GeForce Now. They're looking at yes. Netflix. They're looking at Amazon. They're looking at Apple. They're looking at all of these places and saying, I'm not competing with Sony and Nintendo. Yeah, because they're, going... they're fighting about platforms. I don't give they're a fuck about, about platforms, platforms anymore now. I care about content and delivery of that content. Exactly. And what they're doing is they're saying, okay, Sony, you have the market on a curated boutique gaming style third party action adventure high high level of story and single mm. player 
You're talking about we Naughty Dog, right? Yeah. Naughty Dog, uh, Sony Santa Monica, mm. uh, Sucker you know, Punch, go, yeah, sure. Yeah, Sucker yeah, Punch, Gorilla, yeah. it goes cool, on and cool, on. Cool, cool, Insomniac. Cool. Yeah. But we can't compete with that, not anytime soon. So what can we do? Mm-hmm. Volume, volume, volume. Yeah, yeah. We are going to build a catalog of games that, okay, they may not, not any one game will be the greatest game that sets the world on fire. Yeah, but we're we going to hit you with 50. We're going to hit you with 150. Yeah. Yeah. 150. Yeah. And, and you're not going to be able to get off the teat of mother's milk. You're going to invest in our ecosystem. You're going to get Game Pass. And guess what? It works. There are so many games in Game Pass that I would have never tried. 100%. These bite-sized games. 100%. These smaller games. A, 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 a game that brought a lot of this community together was Outriders going on Game Pass. I mean... You don't get to see those gems and what they have because you would have not and you would have not made a, a risk-based analysis, a cost-benefit analysis to say I can put sixty on this game. But if it's on there for five, I'll give it a shot and people will I'm find their already. gems. I'm on there already, so I might as just yank it down. So boom. Exactly. Yeah. And so they want to be the Netflix of gaming. They want to have sheer volume yeah. Yeah. in the medium. And then here's what's gonna come next. You're gonna get a little dongle that's gonna go with the back of your TV, and then every. You're good to go. D- Every device with a screen will be an Xbox Game Pass device. 100%. And that's how they're going to attack the next generation because that's what they were trying to do back with the Connect with the sports TV, TV, sports, sports. They yeah. were trying to be a cable service. And now yes. they're trying to be Netflix. Yeah. And with that, I mean, do you agree with my assessment? And what does go go from there do you agree no, with that I, assessment i i i do i do and and i can i can fucking boost that up by saying to you the the two things right you brought up stadia just now the two things that made stadia fucking fail was the fact that you had to rebuy all your games that's not a problem with fucking game pass and the second thing with stadia is it did it, let's be honest yeah there were good games on stadia but but it did not have a big fucking push right it did not have like 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 you, you didn't have i think the stadia exclusives they were like six or something like that one of them was fucking uh orcs must die three for instance and that was actually a system seller for them that was one of the reasons why people went out and got stadias to play an indie game called orcs must die just because it had a one-year exclusivity with stadia before it came to pc the bottom line is this microsoft is doing it the other way around now don't launch the fucking thing first before you get the back the the the, the roster of fat stacks of games ready to go and then you go nuts on that and people are talking about like like i've been one of the people that said like um and this is tapping into what you said about the dongle people are saying like there's never been a better time for microsoft to launch a handout that's not the fucking handout you're thinking right microsoft's handout that's coming out is exactly that it's a unity device their handout that they're bringing out is something that you can play portably but more importantly you can connect to any fucking screen and it makes it an xbox basically and you're good to go that's what's coming and that's what's coming and 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 you got to look at the um the 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 tier right the 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 slice right you what is microsoft microsoft in any good interrogation what do you do you say nothing and you let the person you're interrogating fill the void with oh, words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're, they're giving away they're giving away a lot of it, all right? You have if you watch, you have the Halo TV show, all right? That's coming out. You see the success of Arcane and Castlevania and Netflix. They are in an IP arms race that they can flip into multimedia galore. You'll well, have a you will have a Call of Duty movie. 
you will have an Overwatch animated yes. TV show. Can I, can I add something onto that that's going to blow your mind? Do you, do you understand how they've just primed themselves to win any form of NFT race? Because they NFT is a Ponzi scheme and it's never going to succeed. But go on. Okay, but that that's that's I actually agree with you. I, I and I wish it would go the fuck away. But the point is, it's here right now, like TikTok, and we have to deal with it. And the point sure. is, NFTs right are concerned around either fucking proprietary IP or fucking making your own stuff. They own ninety five percent of the fucking IP that people give a shit that kids give a shit about right now. Yes. So, yes. so, so you, you've got, you've got the fucking Minecrafts of the world and, um, dude, there's a fucking kid out there that's making 400,000 a month on NFTs made from Minecraft. The point is this, the, they, they've solidified themselves. They future proof themselves against something that yes, hopefully fucking dies in six months from now. I, I pray to the gods <laughs> of, of technology because I'm tired of hearing about fucking NFTs, right? I went down a rabbit hole with this shit and my god i nearly did not return but the point is they've made them they've put themselves into position now where they have i mean the only thing they're missing to complete the nft toolkit is fucking epic with with fortnite then they're golden so so there's there's a side to this thing which is like 5d chess with with playing playing like something that means something five years from now and 10 years from now it's not about putting consoles in people's fucking houses anymore which is like sony's biggest problem right now sony's biggest problem right now is jesus christ we can't make ps5 fast enough so we're trying to back sell right. people on ps4s now they they own fucking revision of their subscription model i mean they're merging like ps plus and ps now 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 is is they they but even that their whole way of looking at this thing is different microsoft with game pass it's the first day that a new game comes out if you have game pass we give you access to it playstation looks at it from the other side they go if you join with us we choose what we call playstation classics or whatever the fuck and we give them to you after they say pass a certain sales number and we give them to you to play so it's like approaching the thing from two different sides we are like we think this game is successful and you can play it or these guys are just like dude if you join ultimate game pass you pr practically get any single fucking game that's made day one you get that shit delivered to you it's it's the business models are completely different and i don't think sony is because we're going to get to that part i want to spend some time on what people are saying like sony's going to go bankrupt all this shit they're not going to go bankrupt they're not going to go bankrupt but there are some hard decisions and questions which will need to be fielded and decided and fucking dealt with going forward because this is an arms race you used that fucking term earlier i believe and in this arms race microsoft just laid down like a fucking fat deterrent like they just yeah. basically made it very unattractive to fuck with them any any good wars fall on multiple fronts right so they're winning in the front of this right if you just want to go remove everything that we talked about about the subscription model about re re uh, eliminating the console as a medium and just focus on current gaming the number one sold game on playstation every year is call of duty yeah so now going forward if call of duty and it will i i guarantee you call of duty will remain on playstation because why wouldn't it 
because it's a 70 30 split and now 70 percent of that split goes to microsoft yes so they win that but, anyway but roman what happens though is i don't know if you're aware of i'm sure you are but the point is do you know that for many many years now sony in, uh, enjoyed an exclusivity deal with activision that gave them certain yes. modes in the game a year in advance to anybody else that and goes we don't to know fucking, how that goes to microsoft now dude no like, it doesn't no 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 so so let me give you an example right when, when i know what you mean yeah so so the one year of fucking survival or whatever right which is available for for uh modern warfare on playstation and only we got it in year two of that game's um, life cycle that dynamic changes now because that exclusivity is gone now there are existing contracts for exclusivity and microsoft has to hold on to them so we don't know how long the Call of Duty Championships or uh, feature exclusivity still lasts. They still have they to honor yearly, those. as far as I can see from The Verge, because The as Verge did an as, article yes, about yes. it. But it, but there are a lot of people that do not know the terms of the contract because sure. right away 100%. Sony came out and said Microsoft has to honor the terms of our yes, existing contracts. Yes, yes, yes. So oh, for sure. But I believe that Microsoft will play ball with Sony on that because there's no reason to not to microsoft no longer sees sony as competition microsoft sees future technology like augmented reality virtual mm. reality cloud gaming as the competition because those new emerging technologies are going to come from your 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 metaverse yeah. yes. are going to come from they're fighting the future they're not fighting sony they're fighting the future they're fighting the future and 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 phil spencer said a great line that i believe he i believe he believes and i believe it to be true we trust that Sony and Nintendo will continue to be Sony and Nintendo. Yes. Meaning we're just worried about cranking out a, a good, a couple good games a year and then we'll go about our business. Dude, because Japan Phil, Phil is killing it right now, dude. That guy dropped, killing it. has dropped some really... I, I actually, it's that you brought up like him saying something now. I in, 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 in thinking about this and obviously in the last two weeks, I've been sort of like mentally compiling some of the stuff that he said. And like probably my favorite one is like um he said something like um we didn't hold on i have to think we didn't we didn't like that relationship so we changed it and that was him referring to uh, your blizzard activision or activision blizzard mm -hmm. and that's that's like some fucking like succession shit right there right <laughs> like, we didn't like the relationship so we changed it i'm buying you so like that's 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 impressive i, I, I gotta Darth, say that's darth vader stuff yes all right okay, i changed so, the terms of our agreement pray i don't change it again <laughs> exactly okay so let me let me ask you this right um we we've talked about like what this changes and and what it means to each one of us and you know what we think this means for the future and everything like that what what scares you about it potentially failure what concerns you failure what, what does I, that mean I will elaborate. So right now, Microsoft has 30 studios under its purview. Mm -hmm. um, they do not take over Activision for another 18 months. Yes. End, have, end of 23, right? Yes. You have you have factions of Activision that are sitting around under the current uh, of the current management with things in motion already. Like they're they're pushed for unionization yes. uh, of all the QA testers. Like I think any um, game that's in development now, that's in deep development, I, I, I would start questioning its quality when it reaches, you know, uh, um, a launch in 23. 
because I, I i don't know if that's what you're alluding to but that's that's i i i would agree with that i think these things you're gonna be have people that are scared of losing their jobs now you know um scared and they of may happening. leave early yeah yeah 100 you you're gonna have talent that leaves early you're gonna have talent that's gonna stay you're gonna have talent that's burned out because the current culture right now is to take all of these other studios these lesser studios with legacy ip your crash bandicoot your toys for bob like these developers have been forced to only produce supplemental support work for activision to jam out a call of duty every year yeah if yeah. microsoft comes in and they're going to realign all that stuff and and move those studios because phil has mentioned he wants to bring back legacy ip you're not going to have the infrastructure to be able to generate out a call of duty every year it will have to go biannual or even longer so i fucking welcome that like i hope that happens you you think you welcome that you welcome that until the point where uh, a Spyro that everybody likes to uh, say, oh, I can't wait for a Spyro or a Banjo sells 2 million units while a Call of Duty would have sold 20 million units. I mean, there is a financial aspect to this, but if you stick with the way that we've been talking and Microsoft is just like, we just want content, 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 throw it on Game Pass, you know, then it's not going to matter. Then they will show that that's what they want. But you, what do we have coming out this year from these, from, from any Activision or any Zenimax Studio or Activision Studio nothing, coming up this year? Nothing on the cards except another fucking Call of Duty. Maybe Starfield this year? Maybe. Uh, I think Starfield's November. I think Starfield's November or October. Maybe something like that. I think so, D dude. I, I I should know this, but. Um, yeah, I, I, but I mean, that's Bethesda and they had Bethesda before, that's Zenimax. You have Bethesda and they're letting Bethesda run itself, which fine, but they, they can't let, my point is in these 18 months, if you let Activision go on the way that it's going on, you're going to have the unionization of QA workers that will affect the industry. Okay. Sure, sure. hundred percent. So all of Microsoft's best laid plans may, may be. Okay, so your concern, if I can, if I can, if I can paraphrase it, right, then for for me to also just join you uh, on this point is that the, your concern is any of these studios starting to micro fail or fail has a ripple effect that essentially spoils the whole the broth, so to speak. It delays it. Sure. Though they have and, so and the gets thing things canceled and you know gets projects fucking shuttered and uh, gets yeah. guys fired and gets studios closed and all that. Like the ripple effect is the ripple effect, right? It murders yeah. a lot of shit. Yeah, I get that. In in Japan and in and in and in China and in a lot of the world, I mean, Diablo is massive. Yes. Massive, massive, yes. massive. And and they I mean, they're they, the fucking reason we're getting this mobile one. So right and immortal should have been out the door already you know like there, there there's a there's a massive ripple effect that's concern number one okay Cons my concern number two and my uh, i don't know what what's one a one b is mm. is does sony flinch will they flinch and sell will they flinch and rush out spartan subscription service and it's and then they because they, they already lost 20 billion just on speculation without actually yeah. addressing yeah, the, anything. The, the market took like a poo on them yeah 100 right they need for if i were sony i wouldn't i wouldn't try to compete in the space you with can't Microsoft. be reactionary right now you cannot you be to, reactionary you have to have like a like a not a unified front you get what i'm saying like you have to go yes. like bro i'm not fucking worried i'm gonna do me you fucking do you and that's the thing 
Because currently, right now, in this current generation, they are outselling Microsoft two to one console wise, and their games are gonna hit. But sure. if I were them, I would say Spartan is not Game Pass. It is our full backwards compatibility well, that's the library. That's the We're going to give you all of our PS1, all of our PS2, yeah, You're all not going to beat PS3. them on fucking Game Pass, so go another way. Go another way. Make it legacy content. That will buy you time while you rally up and then come up with a new future strategy. Sure. Um... Okay, so let me let me add on to this like what I what I think of my fears, I suppose. But also, uh, firstly, let me let me. I, I don't know if anybody's. I, I haven't been paying attention, but but something that I've come across a lot on the internet is people saying like, you know, um, why why doesn't Microsoft just buy Sony? So I mean, that's of course ludicrous because there's things like antitrust laws and stuff like that you cannot have a company that owns two competing consoles in the market and going up against each other to poison share prices and all that so microsoft will never fucking do that it's also like i love how nobody's having the conversation of what the fuck nintendo is doing by the way nobody's asking like what's nintendo doing which is hilarious because seven of the highest selling games in the world of all time are actually nintendo games seven out of the ten but in any case um, the the point is just that that I think I think so. I think what happens, right? Let's be let, let's let's run some numbers here quickly because I don't know if like like this shit always interests me a lot, right? So Microsoft is worth two point three trillion right now. They have cash on hand that they could do funky, cute things with, like for instance this Activision Blizzard thing. They had like um, at the end of twenty twenty, they had a hundred and forty fucking billion to burn, baby. So they they basically they they kind of like crushed half their half their fucking sack on doing this right at the beginning right, but um, that means they still they still got a lot of fucking flow to do something cute with for the rest of this year. Uh, as an example, let's say for instance they wanted to buy Take Two, right? Take Two is another fucking eighteen billion for them. Boom, that's just done, right? Um, but funnily enough, if they wanted to buy Nintendo, <laughs> that's only seventy billion and it's fucking done. I mean, it it, it, it it assumes, of course, that the sale happens, but that's my point. The thing is, yeah, I mean, one, you have the raw number of what their value is, but this deal affects things. I mean, you put out 70 billion. Activision Blizzard was assessed for about 37, which is currently what the the rate of Nintendo is right now. They're gonna upcharge you if they if, oh, they, if you yes, want because they charge you, you on future. The yeah, Empire. they charge you on future. You know, like earnings and all that, especially if it's market gapped ahead and all that. Yeah, yeah, right. sure, 100. percent the point i guess that i'm trying to make is that i think that we're only now seeing like the beginning of this uh we, we could potentially see something like apple acquiring sony because that would be a very smart buy for them because sony um essentially they provide the lenses to their fucking cameras they have the the fucking tools delivery system for their content and they give them a platform which is the playstation to launch apple fucking you know gaming and all that shit whatever not but only that the sony pictures as well you can yes. add that to your apple tv yes. library yes. and things exactly. like that i but think that's a, that's a conversation a for, to watch yeah but that's a that's a that's a conversation for you know another day uh in, in terms of like you know uh you know what other i mean it would be interesting to do a segment of what other big moves we see coming down and then maybe halfway through the year we get to reflect back on it and go like holy shit we got it right you know something like that but the the bottom line is just for me that that what scares me and and th there's a bunch of things but this is the main thing that scares me is that these studios right that i grew up with and i'll pick i'll pick the one which is closer to my heart which is blizzard 
they're losing their fucking identities and yeah. for me for me coming up right blizzard was when i discovered warcraft and you know consequently starcraft when it came out and all that diablo all that this was like the mike moraine era chris metzen you know that shit and and i i have still in storage in this building that i live in now i have my old blizzard game boxes i'm not talking about world of warcraft i'm talking about fucking warcraft, warcraft. And, and with that big old fat fucking manual that you got with it that had the artwork of Metzen in when he drew like everything the point is like we're past that right nobody's making game boxes with art anymore my my point is there was an identity there right rock and roll racing on mm. blizzard was a fuck i love that game dude the point is the studio had an identity and and when all of this gets gets sucked up by the octopus right and becomes part of this thing yes fine it might i don't know man this is the part where, where, where it's confusing to me because we might end up with something that's more like impressive quality wise down the line but the, but what i signed up for my love for blizzard is fucking gone but then i also have to be honest honest you know to myself uh, and that is maybe maybe my maybe blizzard's identity was gone a long time ago well, Blizzard, and I'm, I'm still just grieving. Maybe you are grieving a corpse because here's when it here when you thought of Blizzard, the the number one thought of Blizzard was quality, was was uh you know it was it, it was Blizzard. It had a feel of like yeah, Blizzard was Blizzard, and there was no one else like him. That was it. There was no one else like him. Yes, yes. And 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 the way that they mishandled overwatch the way that they mishandled the launch of diablo 3 i mean dude all the it, it IP. was almost all it was the almost IP to the day when terrible. they joined it was almost to the day when they joined up with activision i mean yeah you are you are mourning the corpse of a lost love still because yeah and, and i mean it's maybe because my love was that strong that i'm in like a mourning I mean, period are, for like fucking years already but yeah we are i think we you're are, right we, i think you're fucking we, right we opened with our love for games and the games that we identified with but to me still to this day there is no greater feeling in the history of my gaming experience than than killing arthas or to do spine yes. of deathwing yes. or to you know like the shit i've done in world of warcraft it, it it is ephemeral like it is in my soul like i i can never replicate that and i only ever come close with that with with a game like a destiny and its rating but like even that as great as it was wasn't months of preparation doing fucking a new barack you know like yeah you know what but, I mean? it's but the like... point stands though because that's again a studio that very much has its own identity and very much understands its own ip very well so it's it still stands to the point right you have a studio that you you as a consumer show up to that knowing exactly what you're gonna get and it's gonna be fucking triple a platinum fucking tier quality shit on top of your head and that hasn't been blizzard for a very long time right so, so and i think i'm mourning a fucking dead you know family member you know and i just need to move the fuck on because because this this you know microsoft you know acquiring them has actually done nothing has done wifey coming in here with a beer delivery god damn this shit is so good um i, I that, you know like microsoft buying them out doesn't have, doesn't actually do anything to this because the the 
you know, if you want to be that kind of guy, like the fucking stew was already ruined. You know what I'm saying? Like and and just, the people that made it that have been gone oh, long for a gone. long time. Oh, long gone. Long gone. I mean, and, what's but, been uh, but an eye opener people... is is Madsen's Madsen's recent tell all, uh, and we should yeah. go into that at some point about yeah. him opening up his, you know, like about you know Blizzard and all that, which is fucking like tear inducing to be honest. It is, but a, a lot of people that are um, this waxing poetic about this deal, you know, your supporters of major corporations buying something, uh, which I don't get because I'll always be an outsider. But uh, it's 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 the hope springs eternal that they're going to bring inject life back into these old IP, that they're going to make it what it was. But those are windows in time. Those are those are tears in the rain, baby. Like they're, they're gone. They're washed away, and yeah. uh, it's it's not coming back. Now, maybe they can make something good that's different, and it can give you that feel. I would have. I love Castlevania. I love it. They haven't made a quality Castlevania for a while now. It's but yeah. That, it's been it's been a while. <laughs> but that show, oh, it hit me in my short and curlies. Like like it was it's fantastic. And and if Microsoft can do ten percent of that with some of this old IP, if yeah. it can make it. If it can make Illidan come back to life, the deal's a success for me, baby. Sign me up. <laughs> but <laughs> but as a, it says, a, dude, if somebody from Microsoft is listening now, they know like a straight pipeline into your heart. You know? Oh my God. You know, just give me a, a guy, uh, yeah, it's a fourth boy. Sign me up, baby. Oh, but I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. I, no, I, me I, neither. From Microsoft proper, there has been only, what, two games that I can say are markedly just better than anything else and that's to me i think forza is head and shoulders above gran turismo yeah, but and that's, play, that's playground games baby they bought them last year i know i know they bought them that's you were getting to my next point they yeah. bought them and then uh gears of war had its time in the sun now is it the same way it was no but at the time it was that yeah, at the microsoft time it was, game. It was good it was good shit like gears of yeah. war now is is dog shit but Sorry, I can't it, think. I I can't think of a strong Microsoft. I can't think of something Microsoft that Microsoft Flight Simulator, dog. <laughs> but that's another game. It's what you make of it. It's like you know. It's less no, about it, that. But, I think it's fucking terrible. But the point is, like, I I stand one hundred and fucking fifty five percent emphatically behind you. They they have not made anything that made you go like, holy shit, Microsoft knows what's up with the games. So right. and, so that's uh, but, probably what they're doing now. But you, but there's such an opportunity with these smaller studios to experiment and put something out, get a lump sum of cash, put it on Game Pass, and get it in front of people that they would have never been able to do before. It won't be buried in a Steam index where they'd have to buy it out. It's going to be on Game Pass and it's going to be let available me, to me, people. Let me put because, it to you this well, way, like a gambler. Okay, go okay, ahead. Go on. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, 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 no. I'm going to circle back because I'm going to close this point, but I want to hear what you're going to say. Okay, fantastic. So, do you know how you make sure you win the lottery? Bet on black, baby. Well, that and just buy a fuckload of tickets. <laughs> That's true too. So, so the thing is, uh, I, I, I know what people are uh, are saying about Sony the whole time, and I kind of want to toe that line as well. Is Sony just needs to keep doing Sony, and that is producing great first-party fucking games, which are exclusive to their platform for a while and then go to other platforms a good example i mean god of war took too long but that shows you that pc people eat a good port the fuck up and they need to do that more sony did something right there that shit that is mwah, fucking cream baby so do that more but the other you thing, said it was too long yeah it took too long 
if you put uh, okay rate if you uh, put i know i know you can't do this but maybe you can because you beat it seven times in the last two weeks but what can you compare that game to right now 2022 that's not why they released it now no they're not not i know that but what can you compare that to right now to anything that if nobody has played it to it still ranks in in, in its game type yeah um that came out in the last two years yeah yeah i'll give that to you i'll give that to you and they, all they, that is, is and, and that is directly put out yeah. for this september yeah, release of ragnarok you, and that's gonna you're sell fucking, ps4 you're, you're fucking right though but here's the thing do you know how many people even just in my stream and even people that i encounter online that fucking don't know what god of war is but now they will get to know it yes but that's only a start on that game correct but the 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 the, my 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 point is sony didn't whether they released it to 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 prove that in that genre of action rpg third person action rpg they are fucking far better than anything else that i think that's inconsequential i think the thing is this this was a move for them to to put something out to 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 put on to to put onto PC to remind people that hold on there are these fucking games out there that are on PlayStation while we're trying to manufacture Playstations for you to buy and that's that's the thing and that pisses me off because that product God of War is good enough that it it doesn't need to be a system seller it needs to be a game seller it's a fucking game that should be consumed by anybody everywhere no matter the platform and it's why it makes me upset when i have to fucking say to someone when they come onto my stream and go jesus christ bro what game is this and i'm like no it's you know it's god of war and they're like what is it on i want to play it and i'm like no it's on pc now recently and it's uh you know it's it's a playstation original they're like ah fuck i'm on xbox like and that's why i get what microsoft is trying to do that's a shitty fucking situation to be in it is it is i i can't argue if it's a shitty situation or not because microsoft's betting on the barrier of entry right you, yes. you buy this thing you buy our our 250 series s and you can play everything and then you give us 10 bucks a month and then you get all of this but don't you just don't... get the ultimate pass and play all those games on pc no because they they separate it so pc game pass is 10 percent what uh console game passes it's not that little bro it's, it, not it's 10%. pretty close it it's a hundred games it's like a hundred and something games there's, there's no literally fucking, there's no fucking way dude like there's so I, many there's so many xbox no game pass games that i play on pc gears of war five yes there are infinite i'm telling you you can pull it up that's why they rebranded it that's why it's pc game pass and there's xbox game pass xbox game pass has way more games okay than you PC don't think you don't think that fucking changes now with this shit well, yeah 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 i'm not talking about that i'm talking about right now sony bet on they released four for well three first party games a fourth to come okay and all three of them are doing gangbusters okay yeah horizon god of war and uh days gone and days gone saw a ridiculous yeah, bump since stupid, it went on pc stupid, stupid. and yeah. that's not even one of the greats and they're gonna release ghost of tsushima and they're, they're, they're saying, okay, you didn't try these games out. Try them. Yeah. And guess what? All of their sequels are available on PS4. And the best way to play them are on PS5. And it's going to give people 
the opportunity to buy a PS4. But they're still fighting the fucking console war. And they're fighting the, the console war as they like see that. it while where like Xbox that. is seeing the future. But here's the thing, though. Microsoft, what is their number one moneymaker? It's Windows, all right? Mm -hmm. They're watching their, their, their data intelligence collection. It's everything. Is, is everything and so everywhere that that's a platform they're seeing the trends that's how they're able to do to predictively keep these things and see what facebook is probably cooking up next and they're saying here's how we keep it at yeah. bay for now and so they've made that an it's about analytical, future proofing yourself and they they, and they, they made that they took big steps to do that and that's what they're doing in future and they're and they're having multiple avenues because they are buying a massive catalog of IP sets, should they not be able to manage it, they can splinter all of this off. But the biggest thing that is gonna be the biggest test, and I, I saw some of it in the chat, and it's it's this. Netflix has raised its prices incrementally seven times in the last three years. But it's such you little can, bits that people don't notice it, right? Yeah. It's very, it's very interesting. Here, Here's the thing. Microsoft floated a price hike last year, <laughs> and then they, they pulled it back because they, they people reacted so harshly yeah. they're not ready for it yet yeah but, yeah, but once, you hit them with the 300 percent and then you give them the hundred right and and it's gonna come yeah. it's inevitable i, I cannot sure. see i cannot see all of these acquisitions and game pass not being 20. no for it's, sure dude once you you go game pass uh, is 20 but here's the entire fucking back library of blizzard right. games enjoy like dude and you, do you know how people you give you give every fucking person backwards compatible call of duty from the fucking dawn of time and you tell them yeah this, this shit will cost 20 bucks do you think they don't fucking buy that that's a tricky one because you're gonna have servers for all of those games i mean maybe the like i, I, don't, I don't need to get into the nitty to that but what i'm saying is this no, but the azure, is, their azure shards carry that shit though that's true you're right but um the test will be how they gently start conditioning people into saying here's the here's well, the they pricing got a, they got a year and fucking because nine months to do it bro they have more than that netflix operated at a, at a loss for almost a decade microsoft has ridiculous cash flow because of windows it's all how long they want to operate at a loss because they are operating at a loss and they can eat that for some time. And I think they are. They, they have so much cash on hand, though. That's a fucking they problem. They do. And they obviously already know what the number is, but it's only a matter of time before they go, okay, we now have the market. But they, they go like click go. and they turn the switch on and it's fucking, you know, that's, yeah, that's the thing. And whether that's halfway through this year or the end of 23 or whatever the fuck that is, the point is they've just bought themselves. You know, it's that, that thing where you, where you do something, right? and then you know that you've now secured that you only need to really worry about this six months from now where everybody else is going like oh fuck i need to bust the move now i need to do something because these guys just you know you know put this stuff on my face it's that's the thing <laughs> like the, the the point is again we we've spent close to 45 minutes on this topic now right let's say 40 minutes right but the point is and and we again we we've barely talked about what nintendo does in this regard uh if they do something i do nintendo is like bro the group of fuck <laughs> like they just keep on selling mario fucking like a movie 
Yeah, it's more than Mario. They innovate, all right? No, they, 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 the Amiibos, <laughs> you know, Switch, DS. Like, they're going to come up with an alternative way to play. They, they're not like a, they're, a way for you to plug, like, a fucking Switch into, I don't know, a, I don't, another Switch, and then VR happens, or I don't know, fucking something. But, yeah, I, I don't know, dude. I... I something that i really do want to and and this is like a super duper fucking you know honestly i think we could spend like another four hours on this we'd still only be scratching the surface but i agree i i feel we have this other looming fucking giant at the moment and that is february right there baby i i think it's it's like christmas in february dude we're getting all our gifts in one month uh, you know and we just have to we just have to deal with it man we we have to fight all the other kids off those gifts we just have to eat them up so what i'm gonna do right um because what i what i thought what i thought would be cool for us to do right hear me out tell me what you think about it is what i want to do is i want to pull up the release schedule for february just the month of february and then I want us to talk about each one of the games, uh, in some cases, probably in brief, in some cases, a little bit more. And what I'd like to do is I'd like to ping you for what you what you think is going to be the, the beast of February, the one that, that wins in terms of score. But then uh. at the same time, I want you to tell me which one you think wins in terms of money. And if that happens to be the same one, then let's discuss. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to move us over to this screen now. Um... And I'm going to bring up some stuff. Uh, sorry, guys. It's taking like a little a little bit. There we go. Okay. So what we're seeing here right now is this. I'm using Metacritic, right? So I'm we're using the... There it is. There we go. Yeah, sorry. It's a little bit, little bit slow. A little bit slow like me. But but we go, right? So um, starting off right off the bat, we have Life is Strange, the remastered collection. So this is, this is like just basically a collection of all of the... I believe it's five episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. They're being put out on PS4, Xbox One, PC, and uh, what what upsets me is, or not upsets me, or I have a question is why why are there not more platforms here? I don't know, but anyways, I um I don't think this necessarily does anything fucking magical. Uh, I I will go right off the bat and say this is a game that I never played. Mm. I'm sorry, please don't. I have. Me. Okay. Do you think this is a good thing? Do you think we needed this? uh it's a very um we have two rules over here on the separated at birth podcast we don't get into religion and we don't get into politics but life is strange <laughs> life is strange hits that kaleidoscope of, uh, of of political narrative in the form of socialist social issues so okay. um so you mean uh, you it know, has a message that needs to be said it has a message that needs to be said the people that have heard the message credit it's storytelling and the execution of his storytelling de dealing with uh its themes so Dude, that's a lot uh, of fucking high praise actually i mean you're, you're piquing my interest right now i'm not I a girl this out. It's, it's very driven towards girls but it is fantastic storytelling so if you but do have it, time it's driven towards girls or not i mean if the storytelling is fucking good then it's yeah, good yeah I, I i misspoke it is good storytelling regardless and uh, i i don't i i really want to you know preface that so uh, I think it's a really good game. I think the people that like it defend it staunchly. So to do a repackage of the whole thing, to get it, it give an opportunity for people who say, I didn't jump in at Life is Strange. I didn't, I, I saw Life is Strange too. Like, let me get this whole package. I think it's a good idea to repackage it and push it out. I do agree with your argument earlier though. Why is it on more uh, platforms? I think that's a valid criticism. Um, hmm. but, like the, but, yeah. the Switch is delayed for some reason, which is yeah. not good. 
So any case, anyway, I think we spent But I wouldn't put it next much... to the game that you have it next to. <laughs> yeah, so so that that's the 1st of February, and then Dying Light 2 comes out the 4th of February, right? So uh, this one, so this is on PS5, Xbox X, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Again, Switch is delayed until later in the year. But the bottom line is, this is... This is it's really starting out to be something they they they're pushing it fucking like nuts on on twitch uh sorry not twitch uh, on twitter and most social platforms uh, it's it's a big it's a big deal the early feedback that have been coming from channels that have bitch. oh king Brickwall with the sub thank you so much for that i really do appreciate it we really do appreciate it so um so this is a game that is very much um it's it's the the people that have played pre pre-release versions of this earlier versions of this right they have said that there's some things that concern them like floaty combat and all of that but everything that i've seen about this makes it look like a game like if i enjoyed dying light one this is dying light one but with like 200 percent more cool shit to do so i'm in i'm good yeah, to go so to let the viewers know, uh, early impressions of Dying Light 2 embargo lifted today, uh, but the review uh, embargo is still on. So yes. early impressions have started hitting the net today. I have watched some of the early impressions. And uh, yes, like you said, people who are fans of Dying Light 1 will not be disappointed. It is bigger, and, and but, but more of the same, essentially, but refined. Mm. And um, as someone who did not play the original Dying Light, uh, everything that I've seen has me super excited, super, super excited. And it is one that I hope that we can collaborate on and play together. Okay. Well, I mean, that that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to the most. It's the fact that except for the prologue and the epilogue, the entire game can be played co-op. The whole right. thing. And, uh, and the point goes that if you are doing only story-based content, you're looking at 40 to 50 hours... If you're doing everything with all side quests and getting all items in the game and fucking crafting everything, you're looking at close to 500 hours, which Woo! is which is out there. But okay, so so that's now so okay, we're gonna go through the entire list, right? And then we'll do our predictions, right? Is that cool? Okay, okay. I love it. 100%. Okay, so then we have Oli Oli World. <laughs> the less said about that, the better. So, so uh, I, I will give some explanations. Oli Oli World is a skateboarding game, kind of like in the vein of something like um, like Skate or uh, Tony Hawk. The only difference being that it's essentially only in 2D or, or scale 3D. And it's basically viewed from like this. You know like like this running in front of you essentially and you have some tricks and stuff that you can do there's been an ollie ollie one and an ollie ollie two i played ollie ollie one on fucking mobile like like when it came out it was kind of like a cute game so this is of course like hitting like the shotgun of all platforms and that's generally an indication of a game that doesn't really know where its home is so yeah any case I, that's I, just my I, I so like you i played it on vita and oh, um, here we go yeah, and I, I, I do think it is a great bite-sized mobile game. Like, to have mm. it on, on like, a Vita or, like, a Steam Deck. Ooh, I can't wait for that, baby. Mm. Uh, or but, a Switch. Uh, or a Switch. It's perfect or, for a Switch. Or a Switch, yeah. 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 
but but to put it up against the the, the fourth game down i see on there uh, no no yeah. mas I, I... <laughs> yeah that's that's a rough one okay so so that's 8th of february of course for ollie ollie world of course the other thing that drops on the 8th and funnily enough if you have any form of a fucking founders pack then you also get lost arc on the 8th by the way Mm -hmm. so this release here of the 11th is for just if you show up as a free player if you've bought even the smallest founders pack which i i believe is 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 the 20 us pack or something 20 like US, that yeah. yeah that gets you in at the 8th as well by the way but in any case sifu drops on february the 8th on pc ps5 and ps4 and essentially what it is it's a martial arts fighting adventure game with a very unique uh, sort of caveat to it that every time you die in the game you age and so the point is that you're trying to get from one side of the game the beginning to the end of the game at the youngest possible age and that'll be where the whole speed run get good kind of mentality comes in now the game has like i said it's 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 a martial arts based system where you get skill points and things like that and using certain skills levels up other skills and so the point is you kind of are expected to die a little bit to get better skills but still you're trying to you know get good now initial initial reviews of this or not reviews but impressions rather have been fucking stellar have been really good and uh, I really like the style of the game. I think it's. I think the martial arts is impressive. Uh, the way that it's it showed. Um, there's a little bit of like. If I'm gonna be like a nitpicking asshole, I'll, I'll I'll say the the connect the connections of some of the hits look a little bit mm -hmm. strange. It's it's not perfect, is what I'm saying when it comes yeah. to melee combat and all that. But it's an extremely ambitious thing, and it's by Devolver. While well, Devolver is the producer uh, of, of of it. And I, I support anything they make, to be honest. I like them as a, as a, uh, a, a I don't know what you say, a franchise, a producer, whatever. But um, Sifu, have you checked it out? Do you know anything about oh, it? I'm huge into following Sifu. Uh, it's going to hit me right where I live um, of a game that has a lot of strategy a lot of a lot of like frenetic action and pacing i did i do see about your uh your collision detection with uh, yeah, some of the yeah, fighting that's the word i was looking for thank you for that because you're going to fight multiple enemies at a time you're going to have weapons you're going to have you're going to be able to use the environment it's like i think of it like a like a yakuza combat but a little bit more in the vein of a fighting game um where it's a little bit tighter and you're going to have skills that you level up and you're going to have input commands so um i'm in love with it i think it looks fantastic i've heard the early impressions are very positive if you get good at the game it is pretty short to, to complete so i don't know if it's going to be a game that's going to be like a wait for a playstation plus or wait for a steam sale but from what i've seen and because i am a content creator i am someone that wants to be able to put games in front of the people i am eager 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 to dive into this game without the stress of it being a long time that i'm gonna have to put into it because there are so many other games coming into february i will be there on day one so i can jump into it get a mean bite out of it and then move on to the next thing exactly um there's of course no no plans for future content for anything so it's going to be one of those like um once and done kind of affairs so once you feel that you are good enough at the game you know obviously you'll move on but it'll definitely be a funny thing to maybe compete on you know with your buddies with each other something like that okay crossfire x crossfire is an fps franchise um it's nothing fantastic uh, i am a fps you know connoisseur of of sorts so uh i am not i'm not that much of a fan it's of course exclusive in this put uh, you know the february 10th launch the xbox x and the xbox one 
Um, it its whole appeal is the fact that it has extremely flashy visuals and very good, you know, bullet penetration and whatever mechanics. Um, that's I mean that's a hard pass for me. Um, it's not really something that I'm interested in. Uh, I don't know if you have anything more to add on to Crossfire. First person shooters is not my particular forte and genre. Um, like I I go back to the day I tried Resistance. I tried you know kill zone on playstation and it never compared to a halo or a call of duty and so that kind of just made me uh tiptoe into the first person shooter genre i would really need to be recommended by someone i respect or someone that wants to play together for me to jump into an fps um it, it's just FPS okay, that's, is a no, that's a no fly for me baby so let's go <laughs> yeah, ahead and skip so, this one. <laughs> yeah so fps's are like comfort food if if, if it's not something that's of the familiar I, I'm not going to give it the uh, the time of day, unfortunately. True. True. But my mind is always open to be changed. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm always I'm always ready to be pleasantly surprised. That's a good way to put it. Okay, then uh, then we get to the fucking 900 kilogram fucking gorilla. Um, in in that that I I think this is a weird one, right? So Lost Ark is 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 a powerhouse of sorts when it comes to uh, free to play gacha like. Gotcha is maybe the wrong way to put it. So when it comes to free to play games with a store that allows you to fast track your progress, this thing is fucking a monster in Korea and it's huge in Russia, right? Uh, it's in the top three in both those fucking uh, uh, ge ge geographical areas. And um, it's said to obviously do something sort of similar in North America and Europe. The, the, the premise here, of course, is that this is a massive multiplayer online RPG played in a Diablo-like uh, 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 fucking, you know, viewpoint or whatever you want to put it that way, uh, game style. And um, it is free to play on the 11th of February. You do not have to pay a fucking cent to access literally months of content this game is phenomenally fat and huge there is pve there's pvp there is uh leveling 1 to 50 and then you actually get your character but then there's a whole bunch of other shit you can do that gets you more skill points and gets the tripod system and gets your character fleshed out further and then there's raids and there's chaos dungeons there's all this stuff that you can do for free none of this costs any money it's fucking free all that it requires is time input from your side there's a cash shop though however that allows you to fast track a bunch of these things by for instance buying crafting material and things like that which allow you to get you up quicker to certain gates which are in the game which allow you access to certain things like raids or tier 2 raids tier 3 raids and so on and so forth uh so there's a part of this thing this is a very interesting conversation that you can have with a lost arc purist where they will shit in your face when you call <laughs> it pay to win and they'll say it's pay to advance fine the point is money gets you there quicker and this game definitely has that the thing is uh this is a game that is very much it has a huge amount of following worldwide and you have people paying copious amounts of fucking dollars to use vpns and secure connections all that shit to play in russia and play in korea and so this is finally now coming to you know a north american audience and a european audience it's a big fucking deal this game is gonna be big that that there's no two stories about it it is however an mmorpg and so it's a certain kind of game and it's not for everybody um i i in my life these days i approach i approach mmorpgs 
gingerly very carefully because i just don't have the time for them anymore i i think if you have the the time the plum the ability and the want slash the need to sacrifice all your gaming time into one game i don't think you can go wrong with lost arc and i'll say this emphatically because the other mmorpgs that are available to us right now as gamers are not that fucking great world of war classic can whistle my butt and you know you know all of the other ones can really you know go take a fucking walk off a pier so except for final fantasy i final fantasy i've never played it before but goddamn, that's a hot bitch so so yeah so with what with that super long fucking story roman opinions on lost ark what's up opinions of lost ark okay lost ark is a very special case because you alluded to other mmos and uh as a as a long time world of warcraft player and as a long time final fantasy player i played final fantasy from uh, realm reborn all the way up until uh the first expansion through the first expansion um and then i, I just fell off just due to life changes uh it's it's a funny thing when it comes to Lost Ark because a lot of those games you don't as a new player there's a lot of like ah I don't know if I want to jump in there and try it because I can't get in on the ground floor I, I there's so much makeup work I have to do hmm. and then a game like Lost Ark Lost Ark is objectively just the fidelity of the game is phenomenal yeah. you and I spent some substantial time playing the beta uh we both maxed out characters uh you can play the game by yourself through the end of the whole single player campaign and get substantial time in the game you can do dungeons and you can match make you can get a good bite of the game without having to be a full sweat lord and play mm. the game um so i think that's a great thing there's little things like owning property and uh doing uh, Susie homemaker which entices a lot of people who like to collect yeah, you got that sims life. 4 vibe going there you know like you got that, that sims vibe you got the crafting vibe and you have the great particle effects uh ability flashes going in your face and if you want to dip your toe into pvp there is a very hardcore pvp scene the oh, game yeah. touches oh, yeah. the game touches all of the quadrants um if you like a diablo style game this will scratch that itch for a time for me it's it, it gives me hives thinking about it because it's everything I love and I love the game but I don't know in my current <laughs> position in my life if I can touch it and then not get absorbed by it I thought about a really fucked up analogy that I was going to use now <laughs> but I'm not gonna right so in, 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 in actuality what I'll say is this it, it reminds me of that weekend away that I can't afford that's that's, oh. that's that's the best way i can put it like lost ark has everything i want in a good time i just don't know if i can afford her <laughs> yeah. so so yeah so um okay so that's lost ark. now i'm gonna pick up a little bit of speed because we have some low not low titles god i'm uh, guys I, i'm not if anybody's a fan of any of this you know and i, I noticed i didn't say shit but if you're a fan of any of this stuff i'm not trying to but i also i'm trying to like pick on the ones which are kind of like destined to be something so i mean you know i'm sorry but Ali Ali world come on right so dynasty warriors nine empires look anything that has fucking nine behind it bro like i'm um i'm scared but uh, i'm seeing a thumbs up from roman there so i'm not even gonna say a fucking word go dog Listen, do your let thing. me tell you about let me tell you about zhuge liang and Lu Bei and guan yu and no, Cao Cao. okay no, thank you. all right all of those things in dynasty warriors all right it is some next level stuff, baby. No. 
Uh, I used to play a lot of Dynasty Warriors, but uh, I have long since departed the franchise. Move what, on. What at like number two? <laughs> okay, Rumbleverse. Okay, so oh. so you know you know that I I um I I dabble in 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 um in <laughs> in in Warzone. I I dabble in battle royales, right? And so Rumbleverse is a different take on Battle Royales where essentially you have these cartoon-like characters and it very much focuses on melee or melee. And um, it's basically you get shot out of a cannon onto a fucking map and you climb across roofs and look for weapons. And it's got like a very robust, you know, like like hand-to-hand combat melee system built into it. It's very interesting. I played, I got into the beta extremely late and I managed to get like... I'm, I'm saying a handful of matches. I think I played four. It might have been five. I I walked away from those laughing my ass off at how funny like some of the stuff like beating someone over the head with a fucking trash can while they're busy fighting another guy that's got a baseball bat to their head. You know, it's just it's everything that you like about the idea of a battle royale where you can sneak up on somebody and third party them when they're gunfighting someone this is just dialed up to like because it's cartoony and it's these over-the-top characters all that stuff i think it's i think it's going to be funny and I, I don't know if it has the longevity or anything like that but but it certainly is something that gets me you know scratches my my battle royale itch but gets me not playing warzone which i get fed up with sometimes is what i'm trying to say so, you've I mean, seen I I've I've only seen the uh, the trailers and everything like that. Actually, you talking about it kind of excited me a little bit. So, uh, if, if it, it was a game that on my radar, it would have to be a Game Pass game or a PlayStation Plus giveaway for me to really dive into it and give it a shot. But uh, I don't know the way you made it sound funny like that. I, I might I might give it a peek when it comes it's, out. It's I, gonna, I, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a surprise hit. I think it's going to be a surprise hit in the way that what is that game where you play with the little minions where you have to like fucking compete in these events that that kind of got streamers like all for a while. Um, I, I only watch Amaranth. You got to give me more information. Okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not, no wait, I'm not going to fucking Google it on this page you now. Um, there's there's a okay maybe someone in the audience can help us out. But in any case, there, there's a we there's lost a, the screen. Yeah, it should be there back now. Yeah, it should be back now. Um, there's a um fuck okay it'll come to me just now but the point is th- this seems to be something that is not necessarily fall guys there we oh, go fall guys b master you. you fucking hot piece of b master um yes fall guys and so fall guys still has a dedicated following right now right but it's certainly fallen off the map as to what it was at four stage but there was like a good fucking two months maybe like 16 weeks that fall guys was like you know I mean, you had the likes of Dr. Disrespect and, and fucking Tim the Tatman and these guys playing it, right? Who All are, of Rooster Teeth. Who are staunch fucking bullet-based battle royale players. These guys stepped off of, you know, things like Warzone to play this game. So, yeah. So, I, I think it'll probably fill in that niche and whether it can stretch its longevity out, you know, that remains to be seen. Okay. Assassin's Creed Ezio Collection, get the fuck out. This is a Switch release of those three games that form part of that. If that's your thing, if you got a Switch and for some reason you've been living in a fucking cave or on the island that, uh, you know, what's his name was lost on. Dr. Then, Moreau? Uh, yeah. Um, I was I was going to I was going to say um, the guy with the fucking the ball as a friend. Um, oh. <laughs> but uh, then, then away. yeah, but then maybe you don't know fucking Assassin's Creed, but uh, uh, yeah, this, no, no, thank you. 
Okay, and then we get to one where I can basically go at, for a pee break and you can take care of this. And actually, that's what I'm Roman. I, with all respect possible, I, I've been delaying this for a while, but I got that old man bladder and you know how it is. So I'm going to step off two seconds quickly while I run to the bathroom. But I want you to tell these people what you think about King of Fighters. That's 15, right? My Roman numerals oh. are not failing me. Are you okay? With Buster my Wolf, baby. Buster okay. Wolf. That's now. a reference to King of Fighters. Yeah. But <laughs> King of Fighters 15, the, the slogan for this game is shatter your expectations. Uh, I don't think my expectations have been shattered about what I've seen and what I've played during the two betas for this game. But uh, I can't deny the graphics for the game look amazing. The, uh, the fighting styles are fantastic. The roster is fat. There's so many players that they added to this. If you are interested in fighting games and you haven't dipped your toe, uh, the, the network test had rollback netcode for this game. If you don't know what rollback netcode is, um, it is a mechanism for network connection and playing the game where you will have run into minimum lag and delayed frames uh, to play the game with someone from across the world and have minimal impacts. So that way your input commands go in in a relative quick amount of time so you can play the game. Um, if you are fighting game curious, there are two games that like, I really recommend people to dip their toes into one being guilty gear strive that just came out. And the other one being, uh, king of fighters 15. I think it's going to be a fantastic entry into the series. I'm super, super, super excited. SNK is making a great comeback with this game and the new metal slug that's coming out here shortly. So with metal slug and king of fighters. Uh, it is going to be just a fantastic time. So yes, if you are fight game curious, uh, King of Fighters 15 is going to be a huge staple on my channel. I'm going to do tutorials. I'm going to do input commands. I'm going to do trials. We're going to crank up the difficulty to a million and uh, you're going to watch me sweat over this game. So yes, my friend, King of Fighters 15 is going to be a serious, serious part of my life. Uh, that I will be playing all hours of the day. They brought back my main Andy Bogard, and I know I who that going, is. I'm going to be playing the the man who gets to go to bed with my Shiranui. It is going to be incredible. <laughs> and yes, there will be a lot of Roman rages when it comes to, to that game. I need to just take a moment out here and just just love you for a minute for just how passionate you are about that game and that franchise dude I fucking i've made a lot it, of kids dude. cry baby since 1992 <laughs> doves and kids been, right when doves and kids been, cry baby <laughs> there's a lot of kids listen the, the 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 my handle roman wins what you see what you are getting to know in the separated at birth stream came from the fighting game community i wanted the last thing for people to see was my player id saying roman wins because that's what happened when they ate a 10-piece combo and went to sleep at night so <laughs> I, I i just i can't express it enough how much i love, I love the thing. genre i love it and what um, it means to me okay phenomenal all right so then, then we're gonna go over to something which I'm gonna go fucking super light on and, and kind of skip and I don't mean to get into any fucking poo for that but first of all I, I don't feel that I should be commenting on any Total War games because I haven't ever played any one of them that's point number one point number two this is Total War Warhammer 3 which which it, it includes a franchise which I really love which is Warhammer but this is like i said in the total war universe so this is the third uh um 
incarnation of this title it is something that has been delayed twice if i'm not mistaken and it's very much awaited and so this february 17th date hopefully doesn't ship the game hasn't gone gold yet which is not a fucking great sign but um but that being said roman anything to add about mr mr war over here i love total war it's a fantastic franchise total war troy and total war amazons was a lot of fun um it's a strategic uh game where you position your battle units across the the continent and then you engage in these uh battles uh it, it gives me those feelings back to the original like uh, ps2 and kessin like i don't know if you ever played that game but um it, it they're a lot a lot of fun uh total war is a great great franchise they have refined the craft and introducing the warhammer franchise into total war is going to be a treat for people of uh, fans of that genre who may not know the warhammer franchise I cannot wait for this game. Um, I don't know how it will do financially, or I know how it will do critically because the Total War franchise is does super well. tight. Yeah, it does it's well. Super tight. It's always quality, though. I know that, and I think it has a. I think it has an average fucking Metacritic across the board of like above eighty-eight. So I mean, that's nothing to fucking scoff at. So yeah. Okay, then then I guess the fucking you know nine hundred fucking pound metallic gorilla <laughs> in the room, um, and 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 you know the beast from the motherfucking west, right? Horizon Forbidden West is of course um, Sony's big push for one of their beloved franchises. Of course, the continuation of the story of Aloy and uh, her having to you know uh, deal with uh, recently the story trailer was released which was illuminating in a way because we could see uh, a little bit more we've been seeing the tech and we saw that from you know the playstation show days but now we could actually understand a little bit more about what the story was about so we had some fan favorite characters that showed up there um lance henriksen is fucking not lance henriksen jesus what am i saying um but um the the i i i now were you thinking it, were you gonna say uh lance reddick the the voice actor of the uh... yeah but that's him that's him yeah He's, yeah 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 so i said lance henriksen which is of course like not him but but yes that's uh, thanks for that save there by the way because i was literally gotcha. going like i was literally like the guy the guy from that fucking series that we all love Wire. so much yes you see this is the this is what happens to me right late at night so any case um yeah so so it's it's very much a continuation the the spoiler alert but the way that the last game set it up right at the end is that he was kind of like more a menacing persona than an actual ally and that he had his own agenda and so this definitely seems to be exploring more of that the bottom line is we're gonna get more horizons that's more fucking dinosaurs more crafting more you know abilities more traversal going vertical with things like a fucking zip line and being able to glide as well as going into the ocean and being able to swim uh there's obviously going to be more mount options and everything like that the bottom line is it's just it's 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 again a case of like if you liked horizon zero dawn then this is just an auto buy for you because it's horizon zero dawn on crack um that being said uh, uh there have been no early indications from any people they have been zipped up tighter than i don't know like a a mannequin's uh, batox so there there's literally been no news about this i don't think anybody is worrying that this is going to be a fucking critical failure or anything like that i think they'd have to go a long way for this to be a failure and this is definitely one of the ones which 
which probably smash a fucking hole right through February. So that's my opinion about Horizon Forbidden West. Yours, Roman? I have a hot take. I'm not a fan of the franchise. <laughs> this I know. Um, did you finish the original? I played, I want to say 12 hours. Uh, I, I, it was one of those things where I was just like, what drove you so, off it? So many people want to look. So this game came out around the same time as Spider-Man PS4. No, uh, no, like, uh, like a good fucking six months before it. So this yeah, is Feb yeah. February, 2000 and God damn. I want to say 16. <sighs> I don't know. I wish I, I wish I could remember, but there was a release yeah. around the same time, a big game, and I was playing that game. And uh, everybody kept telling me you have to play Horizon. No, Breath of the Wild. Oh, it was Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it, Bre it, it, launched, the Wild. it launched within days of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it was Breath of the Wild, and I was engrossed in oh, Breath so of the Wild. So you went the Breath of the Wild route. I went the Horizon route. I played Breath yeah. of the Wild months later. And I played Breath of the Wild till the cows came home. I absolutely adored that game. It it it, it touched my heart. I love it's that game. game. I, so, I love that franchise. And then when I eventually came around and I got, I, I, I put that game down, and all of the press came out on Horizon. Everybody said how amazing the franchise was. I went in there. I tried. I gave it a good try. I gave it twelve hours, and I was. It just never. Look, Horizon. Me. Horizon carries heavy though, right? The, the, the predominantly the, the thing is that it's a it's a it's a character that's not overly sexualized and you know all that so she's like the anti-fucking lara croft blah 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 you know there's a whole bunch of that shit added on to it but the bottom line is this like if you boil into the and this is the sad thing that i have to say like the actual story of horizon zero dawn and and why the world is in the state that it's in and and the, you know the disrepair and why they are fucking mechanical dinosaurs walking or anything like that was really well fucking thought of and i really enjoyed it it's one of those games where you know like story games are usually very strong at the beginning when you get into the universe mm. but then later on you're just like ah fuck it just get this off my back right this shit was the other way around it was at the beginning you were like you fell in love with the mechanics of the game and you know dinosaurs fucking dinosaurs but then when you get to the back part of the game it's the story that does it for you because you realize like what went wrong and how this happened so i have i i, I don't have to have huge uh, uh hopes for the success of this this thing is going to be a fucking monster right but but personally for me i am super excited to go back to this fucking world yeah i'm the outlier um there have been too many people in this game that i respect and people that uh whose opinions i genuinely align with and i can go to the bank based on when they tell me to play a game uh this is just one of the rare ones and it might have been that it got better later or it could have just been the time that i played it and what i played around it because i wasn't on the initial rush of it because mm. there was nothing like it when it came out mm. but uh it, it was ironic though because like you said the people went up two paths all my friends who played zelda told me that this was a better zelda and I was like, but I just played one of my favorite Zeldas ever. Oh, and I, wouldn't, I wouldn't make that comp comparison at all, firstly. And, yeah. and, and, and secondly, I, I let me be one of the first ones to say Horizon Zero Dawn was like 12 to 15 hours too long. Mm -hmm. 
so it, uh, for this one it's going to be a wait and see for me i want to see the reviews okay. um and and if people are liking it i'll do one of the things that i do when i jump into a franchise where i didn't get into the first one i won't go back and replay i will watch a let's plays i will watch the story uh cutouts oh, I, and I, then I'll i jump have in. 15 episodes of a let's play of horizon zero you do? it's do you? one of my first things i uh, ever made on my channel dude it's oh, so it's so cringe out. no please don't watch <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just letting you know i'm going to go hide them all right now anyway okay <laughs> destiny motherfucking to the witch queen okay i'm gonna do something different now i'm gonna let you go first Destiny 2 the witch queen all right so one of my favorite things to do when I got into destiny I love the franchise let me get point that out uh I would be on my name is Bythe. I would watch all of the deep lord dives I would eat up the grimoires so good though of of the taken all right I know about the sword realm like all of that lore and to have the witch queen come out to have Sabathun's song like yeah it was Finally. just like for the players that knew about this stuff and invested into that story this is just such there's so much teasing of payoff that it's so tantalizing but i do have the fear of i've tried multiple times to jump back into destiny without having a community doing it myself just to feel that story but the joy of playing that game with a dedicated squad and like achieving all of the raids up to and after the last wish um, I'm very excited for it. I hope that my community will join me on that journey. I do want to jump back into this game, but I don't know if I can do it We're alone. We're going to do it together. Well, you heard it here first, uh, people. We're going to do it birth. together. We're going to make a separated birth clan, a full major clan, a Roman wins clan, whatever the fuck you want to call it, but we're going to do it together. Because I tell you one thing, categorically, Roman, when we're going into those dry months... You know, like May, June, and July. This is the game that's going to carry us. Yeah, I, I believe it so, in my heart. So, so I'm excited. I'm excited for it, and uh, I hope okay. the people are there for it too. I think the Witch Queen is going to be usually successful. Um, it's it's um, Destiny storytelling is on like a different level right now, and and they're starting to hit the high notes of what the franchise is about and they're starting to answer this is very much attaching onto what roman said they're starting to answer a lot of the really fucking big questions right now when it comes to what happens to certain characters what it means for for certain allegiances and all of that and that's starting to happen we're coming full circle to a lot of the storylines that were started fucking years ago with this shit and it's very exciting to see what they're gonna do with this um the repetitive nature unfortunately of of, of destiny is is always going to be there and you're going to be doing the same strikes and you're doing the same activities all of that but if that's something that you can look past you are playing a game that has some of the best fucking gunplay bar none in a the type of game that it is that's point number one and point number two uh it's it's probably in the most healthiest i don't know most complete state that this game yeah. can be in in like forever so if you if you had any kind of like if you've always been like a fence sitter on destiny 2 if you've been sleeping on that shit well you are you always had an excuse to play something else i can tell you right now categorically coming from me that 
you couldn't look at a better time getting into this motherfucker witch queen on february 22 also resets and takes a lot of the old content out so removes a lot of the old stuff that you would have had to go farm and go like oh fuck i don't have this weapon or this thing or this thing so i can't raid with you that's all fucking gone they reset it to a degree to a degree so to, yeah. a degree, to a degree so i mean we could put it out here to our community to our uh, to the separated at birth people um if that is something that you were tiptoeing in if some if there was a fear of not having a community of people to play destiny there will with, be if, one here and you want to get back into it look us up look hit us up on our socials join our discords and follow the channel we will get back into that game and you're more than welcome to come on the ride with us what do we got next monarch i don't know what that is <laughs> I, I do because I did research, but very much like stubbing your toe on an errant cupboard, I uh, I'm upset that this occurred to me. I uh, so Monarch is it's not it's not terrible. It's just it's just when it's so Monarch is an RPG that's that's PC, PS5, PS4, and Nintendo Switch. Um, it's a classic fantasy based RPG. Um, the point being that it is literally surrounded by. Um, like nba all-stars and it is literally someone that's just recently understood that a ball is circular and not square um so the point that i'm trying to make is it's very much like a uh, uh um it, it's 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 in a very bad place in terms of launching window anything like that and i don't think monarch launches very favorably in that way i do believe it has some kind of a following in 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 like um because it it has some kind of like a following in terms of like um where was the it has some kind of a following in terms of like 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 a fan fan base that's based in you know like other genres anything like that it's also released by nis america which makes a lot of these um fly by night rbg kind of like situations so yeah i, I don't i don't expect great things from it and I think we've already spoken about it too long. To uh, I was I was about to cut you off. I think we spent enough time on Monarch. What else yeah. have we got in February? Martha is fucking dead. All right. Oh, she's no. not fucking dead. She's just dead. No. Okay, Why did so, you say that name? Yes. Why did you say that name? Yeah, I, I know, say, I know that it's a... both your mothers, okay? But just deal with it. It's not that Martha. <laughs> it's a different Martha. Be cool. Listen. So... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get over here. Help me get here. Okay, so so Martha's Dead is a uh, first-person horror adventure on PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox One, X, and Xbox X. It actually looks pretty fucking scary, to be honest. Um, it's I don't know. It's it's just one of those additional horror fucking games that you can play or something like that. This has actually been plagued by like delays. This has been delayed four times, if I'm not mistaken. It was originally supposed to launch literally almost a year ago. So I, I don't know if that's indicative of its quality or anything like that. But I can put it to you this way. This is not on my wish list in any way or form and probably not something. I, I'm very particular when it comes to the horror games that I, you know, procure and the ones that I enjoy. Um, I don't particularly assign value of horror to shock horror. I understand that that's a big thing. You know, throwing stuff at the screen to scare me, that's cute. But I think psychological horror and a feeling of dread is far more scarier for me. And that's generally why things like this fall away. Roman, anything to add before we move on? Survival horror is particularly in my genre. I love survival horror games. This is not uh, that. I, I, 
yeah and i have not really dabbled too much in the horror genre um as a content creator as a primary streamer uh, it is something that i was looking to explore with my audience um uh but i this one hasn't hit my radar yet it kind of fell off the table after the couple delays i did like hear about it but i just wasn't focused on it so it's not on my radar right now it's gonna have to be a wait and see for me okay um I'm gonna I'm gonna do something something provocative now, and I'm gonna say Grid Legends, which is coming out. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh fuck me, Grid Legends, which is coming out on February 25th, which is PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox One, and Xbox uh, X, is a game along the same lines as Gran Turismo, something like that. It's a sim fucking racing game, and that's cool. If you're into that sort of thing, then there should be more of the same for you. But the other game that's coming out on February 25th is. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. Did you know that Grid Legends delivers thrilling wheel-to-wheel -wheel racing across the globe? You can create and dominate dream events and experience dramatic virtual production. I did story. not know that. Oh wow! Well, tell does me more it, about Elden Ring. Does it, hold on, hold on. But 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 is it also true that Grid Legends allows for full um, inclusion of any race peripherals like steering wheels and full, full mocap suits where you can sit in and experience the true force feedback realism of racing a fucking car my nipples are hard tell me more yes um, <laughs> on that note uh, i will i will i will say i will say something that my father said to me a very very long time ago and that is when the whole heyday of people that were you know a thing that swept the craze in south africa was people playing fifa rugby that was a mm. thing and so my dad said you motherfuckers if you want to play rugby here's a ball there's some grass over there go play it right? <laughs> and, and when it comes to racing games i kind of feel the same way like either race for real or play something like forza horizon where you're you're chopping cactuses off at 240 fucking kilometers per hour in a fucking lamborghini driving through a desert while you know you like you, you, it's impossible for you to crash that's my point okay i agree <laughs> alden fucking ring is is a phenomenon and I, I will I will start it off by saying why I think it's a phenomenon. It's a from software game, which is generally considered to be this game that is defining in a way as to its audience. Um, it's hated by people for being extremely difficult, and generally because of this this thing that's attached to it, where the minute you complain about a from software game being too hard, people tell you get good, you piece of shit, like you're a terrible gamer so the point is it's polarizing in that way because it's always been thought of to be this almost like an elitist game that only like the best of the best of gamers attempt to play but more importantly finish when they're playing alden ring looks to bridge that gap in a way by being first of all ex much more mainstream than any from software game has ever been before but also introducing an open world component to it which is sure to you know grab the the people that for instance as an example like something like horizon zero dawn which is also an open world game or an assassin's creed or whatever um i don't know what that means for the difficulty of the game i was not fortunate enough to play the network test but i know people that have and so i've collected feedback from that the the feedback that i have collected is that alden ring is a refinement of the from software formula it is the tightness and the the beauty of combat and all of that that you normally see in these games the understanding of 
you know, frame switching and fucking beautiful combat that comes with those bosses and understanding those enemies, enemies, and fit into an open world model which literally says, here's the one side of the map, there's the other side, we'll meet somewhere in the middle, let's fucking go. I can tell you that I am super, super excited for this game because I am a newcomer to the From Software. I've always been familiar with those games, but I'm a late bloomer with them. I love them now, I didn't before. So Elden Ring is a natural evolution for me as a gamer into that genre, but it is extremely impressive to me to see the amount of support and love that this game has garnered from people that generally would walk past it is what i'm trying to say Roman. yeah i just think the game has done a, mar a marvelous job in um in 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 hype it's a master class in hype it, it it you you rode the wave of the first announcement trailer talking about george rr R. martin at the peak of the game of thrones hype machine and that got a lot of non from soft people to look at the game give it an eye then yeah. you had a, then you had games coming out that were getting from soft games that had more uh accessibility like a sekiro or or you know the remake of demon souls yeah. and like and a lot of influencers going out there playing the games and showing more people because of the curiosity of an elden ring yes here are yes. these here's these here's this game and here's what it's like it even did it to me it made me go back into my catalog to play for my viewers play sekiro and show them and then it did something to me it was like i was already hyped for this game it got me it's got you it's got you more right it's got you it's like got me more. more it got yeah. me more yeah. and then you hear the you hear the positive feedback from the network test and then you see the trailer at the game awards the beauty of it the scale of it mm. and and you have your open world players that see this fantastic world you have the high fidelity of its beautiful graphics you have the tight combat system of people like me who are all about execution i am the excellence of execution Dude, i and showed you that like i that, showed you that fucking clip with the iframes with the where where dodges the the fucking sword coming in and the guy goes perfectly in and like counters it like the iframes on this game is insane mm -hmm. and you hear things from people that it is going to be less punishing so you're going to have a lot of people that are going to be able yeah, to opens, get into opens the, game. the gates right opens the gates it opens the floodgates it's a perfect storm they 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 almost are now at critical mass of hype which makes me think that a lot of people may kind of wait and see so it has to hit it out of the park. I'm confident it will, and I'm going to be here for the ride. And I, I'm super, super excited for this game. So they have uh, they have stupid numbers when it comes to being wishlisted, but they also have ridiculous pre-orders. Plus, it's, it's, it's kind of like a fortuitous in this way. Today, they also went gold. So we know for a fact there's no delay coming, anything like that. It's definitely happening. So it went gold today. And it's fucking go time i am um, i think it's i think it's i think it's impossible for the game to fail at this point uh, point in time the only thing that could potentially happen and and i will be the first one to laugh like a fucking buffoon when it does is with this idea that this game brings this inclusion it ends up being brutally fucking hard right that's, the, that's my hope that's yes. my hope and it's just you know people get up to that first boss and they're like god 
damn like they did with Sekiro dude people people rated Sekiro as a terrible game because it was so hard and that made my it, it dude when I saw these media houses like fucking rating the shit out and I could tell it's because they couldn't beat the they bosses got they got, yeah they got fucking upset because the game's hard I was like that's okay dude that's not a bad game that just that but, just means it's not for you baby that's uh, that's there's a difference I'm a selfish person um uh, my hope is that this game financially does well a lot of people buy it they're invested in the world they're invested in the game then they get their asses handed to them and then they come to me they come to you and they watch us make it look easy baby <laughs> well i mean i mean I'll, I'll be out there cheesing it with the magic right so i mean you'll be you, i'll just be like pew, 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 like shooting while i'm drinking a beer and you'll be doing the actual fucking combat so, so I mean, okay Rome. so predictions i want to know from you uh two things i want to know uh commercial success so that means financial all right uh biggest one for february out of all the ones that we talked about now and it cannot be ollie ollie world i know how you feel about that <laughs> fucking game but it cannot be that so i want biggest financial success biggest commercial success but then i also want from you overall biggest success in terms of like rating right so what takes the fucking what takes the most hundred must plays home for example they had to produce more ps4s in the last two months it's not a coincidence what the first game out of the shoot is mm -hmm. horizon forbidden west is gonna be the financial bomb in my opinion i think that game's gonna make all the money <laughs> hurts me to say it but that's the one that i think I think enough people, I, I know that Elden Ring is going to sell like Game Busters, but I think that there will be enough people that wait and see, and then they're going to be like, ah, I don't want to get my nuts crushed that hard. I think financially, Horizon Forbidden West is going to make all the money. There are so many PS4s in circulation. It's over 100 million that are out in the wild, um, and the game is available on that platform. It, it will be the biggest game of that platform. and. I just can't see any it would be extremely shocking to me or i think it's a two horse race between elden ring and horizon and mm -hmm. it would be a complete stunner to me if horizon didn't win that financial it's just, a, it's, it's, it's just a, a, a huge amount of people that can consume the one versus the other right correct that's, that's um man okay okay so hold on so that's your that's your commercial success what is commercial your success. what is your highest rated game I don't think it, it, you have the combination of open world, tight combat, graphic fidelity. It, it, there's too many uh, tent poles, and we know nothing about the narrative written by George R. R. Martin. There are too many uh, slices that Elden Ring can hit for it to not be critically Huge. the game yeah. of the year. Like, it, 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 I, I'm well game of this moment because yeah. there's a little thing dropping yeah. in september yeah, yeah, I was, I was a, there's no a fucking man it. with a beard that you don't want to fuck with right? <laughs> you that's, don't want to mess with that man you don't want a guy with a fucking stripe tattoo across his face that's all i'm saying uh, I, I, even if you gave the edge in storytelling to uh horizon forbidden west 
the mechanics, the graphic. Well, maybe not the graphics. I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't though. I I think George R. R. Martin, who was given free reign with this, like, mm -hmm. like as I understand it from, um, is it Miyazaki or whatever? Like, like Miyazaki. Said, yep. Yeah. Said to him, like, listen here. I'm not gonna explain functionality and mechanics and all that stuff to you. Write the fucking story, and we'll make that shit behind that. I want a fucking good story, and then then I'm not gonna tell you this guy rides a horse or this guy fights this way or anything like that. There's a very it's a very interesting fucking you know interview where they spoke about like like how George R. R. Martin was actually included in the whole process. Um, George R. R. Martin does the greatest feat in writing to me. He creates a Bible. His world building. His world building. He, he creates a Bible. He creates a world. And he doesn't think about the characters. He drops them in that world. Yeah, and only pieces, writes how... They're pieces. They're he pieces. will only write how they react to all yeah. of it. So I yeah. just think it's... If he... And he is... He has gone on record and said more about taking this seriously than the new HBO spinoff, House of the Dragon. So I'm like all in. I, I, I just believe... With the, uh, with the a convoluted, in my opinion, awful story, Sekiro won Game of the Year when it came out. This yeah, game, but the Sekiro story was do not dog shit. I I use that term. Shit. I use that it term far too often. Um, it was it was the horse's poo. But, yeah, uh, it's it's not it's not it's not it's not comparable to what we saw in something like Dark Souls Three, for instance. Correct, or a Bloodborne. Bloodborne yeah. story. Bloodborne is, is fucking. It's amazing, and yeah. I just really believe that. They have too many things that will be top in class versus Horizon, which will be, you know, fantastic story and fantastic graphics. You will give away some things with a, a gameplay loop and a grind that hmm. you won't compare to. You don't need to grind any FromSoft games. You, It will make you better. It will make it easier, but you will have the ability to take on any yeah. challenge yeah. based on your skill. And that in gaming is masterful. That's a huge thing. That's a huge thing. When you say to a gamer that you don't have to grind out XP for this, you can just be good enough at this. That's a, that's a powerful message to send to someone and somebody that is ego driven or driven to be good at something in that regard can look at that and go like, hold on. So I could, I could do this at level one if I just got mm -hmm. good enough. And that's, that's what, that's what from software games has always been about. So, okay. So dude, I would love to sit here right now and say that I disagree with you. But I fucking hate you, bro, because you <laughs> literally picked it exactly the same way I would have. I think commercially, I I think Horizon uh, Forbidden West is going to be a huge success. Um, it's it's a system seller in 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 its own way, simply because of the fact that it it has a way of of convincing anybody that for some reason has not adopted ps5 yet and has been maybe maybe holding back on buying into a playstation in the first place to go you know what fuck it if i can't get a ps5 i'm gonna get a ps4 because at least i can play the fucking game you know something like that it it, it is that it, it, look it's 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 definitely a hold back on it the fact that it's only available on ps4 and ps5 whereas Elden ring is obviously available on pc as well which is where i think a lot of its audience is going to come from mm-hmm um, that being said, I think Elden Ring will be will be sitting on anywhere between 35 to 45, maybe even 50 
fucking 100s for the year i'm calling it right now i'm calling it right now um and this will be a, a monumental thing for for uh, for from software because they have these polarizing audiences they have people that love them because they're so difficult and they have people that hate them because they make them feel inferior and so it's always like this thing like it's the game that in my opinion has deserved or sorry the franchise that has deserved the most hundreds but has gotten the least i think this might be the one that breaks it up for them because this opens it up to so many people like i said i've spoken to i'm one of fucking them I've spoken to so many people that would never give a From Software game the time of fucking day because they don't want to fucking throw their controller through a window. But Alden Ring, for some reason, gives them this idea that it's going to be different. Now, whether that ends up being true is a different thing. But hey, you've already spent the 60, bro. It's done. You've, so whether you play it for like, you know, like two hours and realize, Jesus Christ, this is the most difficult thing I've ever played in my life. We won't know that remember the network test that came out there's been a lot of this thing about magic was made more you know powerful um general progression was made easier the boss is about half as fucking hard as it, as, as it should be you know all of that you know whatever um it's also the other thing is that most people when they look at open world games they tend to think that there's a difficulty selector that's not mm -hmm. the case for mm -hmm. from software games baby there's only one speed and it's fuck you so so yeah um but that's it so so i cannot um i cannot dispute with anything that you said rome i i think that you hit it right on the fucking nail right off the tip there i i i, I fully agree with your selection of commercial hit versus uh, um let's call it crowd hit or or you know like uh, um what's the right word how do you how, how does one phrase it it's commercial success versus um universal success you know something like that like critical success critical success My yeah man. and there's enough highfalutin critics that want to say oh i played a fromsoft game and and i'm good i beat and it, it. I, beat it. I, I beat it i got Look good at me. i got and they good want, and, and whether they did or not and they wrote a fancy script detailing the game you know you'll never know but uh they will push it forward because it's it is very very uh in vogue to say well <laughs> i beat her ex-boss on blah 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 i, yeah. I killed the the the, the hooda you know so no, i killed right. the right. embodiment of rage with uh two revives you know or whatever mm. i mean i did that oh, last on night level on level one baby let's go you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah so, I, so that's the thing so um i i think rome i think that gets us that gets us to uh to separate birth episode one at least from my side unless there's anything that you want to include from yours uh, uh this is this has been separated at birth episode one um it's been a it's been a pleasure hanging out with you uh it's been a pleasure i hope the chat was able to enjoy the show and uh, as always a reminder you can be a part of the show uh it, you can you can drop in any questions you can drop in any comments on the topics that we pick for the day uh, by using the tip button and uh, putting in your comment. And if you can't support the show in that way, always remember you can support the show by liking the video, by subscribing to the channel, and by sharing the video. If you share this video with one person, all of our viewers, this will take it to the next level. This will grow this thing. We're not going anywhere. We wanna be able to sit down and have a place that you can park your butts and talk about the things that you love talk about the entertainment you like and the video games that you like we offer a different spin on the gaming 
uh, discussion where it's a place where it's you. It's it's gamers like you. It's gamers like me. It's gamers like the full measure where we can come together and talk about this stuff where we're not insiders. We're not we're, we're like we're you. Like you. We're gamers. And uh, we can share in this together. So it was it was a pleasure. I, I loved this episode and I loved hanging out with you. And, uh, you know, final words, where can we find you? Where can we find the full measure? First of all, thank you so much for that and everything that you said. I can only mirror that. Um, it, it's an absolute honor sitting here, you know, digitally opposite you and doing this thing. It's it's a big deal for me and, and something that I've been very interested in for a while, ever since we started speaking about it. And so it's it's for me, it's fortuitous to bring this to this audience at this moment in time when there's so much going on and we're about to you know, start this rambunctious February with all this fucking crazy stuff. It's going to be very fucking interesting to touch base during February on all of these things that we've said to each other tonight and that we're going to keep on saying to each other. Um, obviously, as we go forward with this, guys, this is a permanent thing for us. So this is going to be every fucking Monday going forward you can depend on this slot and we're going to be here doing this thing now um in terms of where you can find me by the way in the description of this video of uh, the socials for both me and roman both of our channels on youtube on this channel itself what i will be posting or what we'll be bringing in the next couple of weeks and you uh, well well the next couple of days in between each one of these podcasts is highlights of what we think out of this two hours or one and a half or two and a half hours or whatever like that of things that we thought that sort of drove the conversation and little bite-sized pieces of what we think was interesting from the discussion um i have to say that um, it is extremely illuminating sitting opposite someone like roman who enjoys the same games i do enjoys the same medium i do i do but has a in some cases different take on it different opinion about it and it's always interesting to consume that with you guys and we can essentially share it together but um like i said i just want to say thank you so much for for the support that we've seen we're already up to i guess almost like 50 subs or something like that we had that almost before even launching the first piece of content and that's due to every which one of you coming at us from our different platforms and showing the faith and the belief in the franchise and i can only promise you that if you stick with us we're gonna stick with you and the sky's the limit baby and i think that's it bro always remember if you were here and you were hanging out with us you two were separated at birth and when you're separated at birth you need to come together and talk about the things talk about your journey and talk about all the things that we share in common you can find me primarily at twitch.tv slash roman underscore wins uh we stream live monday wednesday and friday the full measure has his live streaming schedule so go to his channel and look for his live streaming schedule and then jump in there uh join our streams talk to us individually tell us the things that you like you can tell us the things that you don't like uh we'll listen to you we'll play some games with you and uh, we're going to continue to on our own put out the content that we see and then take the time once a week to come together share our vision and share it with one another and we hope that you enjoy that combined vision but with that send us home and that's episode one in the books hope to see you all on episode two that's it done and dusted and i'm going to end with an old fucking favorite Fucking cheers. <laughs>